0: Hello and welcome to The Dive, season seven, episode four. A very special episode. Because I won't be here anymore, I guess. My favorite episode ever. This is my whole
1: part of the episode. Yep, the producer, our producer actually said, Elias told us, this is the best episode (laughs) of The Dive ever. That is a direct quote. Uh, So it was supposed to just be a quick little segment with Ven, and then added in, but it was actually amazing. We get to talk about a lot of it. That's going to be coming right up uh, after this. We have to get some stuff out of the way, but definitely stay tuned. Watch the episode with Ven. It's a banger. It turns out that our RP giveaway uh, was illegal. Um, Whoopsies!
0: We were in the process of breaking the law. We didn't finish breaking it, so we're we're still We're not criminals yet. Yeah, exactly. No
2: prosecution coming, but (laughs) But warnings were coming. (laughs) We're going to stop breaking the law now.
1: Yeah, so further details will be coming for the RP giveaway in the coming weeks uh, on a way that's not illegal. Thumbs up. And uh, without further ado, enjoy the episode with (laughs) Sven. (laughs) <laughs> yeah why tried the Red Bull before <laughs> Mark starts slapping, so we just start clapping <laughs> we're here uh, thank you so much for coming in yeah. uh, this is Friday night so right after you played the LCS games well I guess you played a couple hours ago right we lost yeah yeah it like took like a fat L but you guys have been doing pretty well so
0: far <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been doing pretty well so far uh, I think we had a good start I think our first couple of games were really good but then our last three games you know we won against TSM were pretty mm-hmm. bad it felt like our drafts were bad and we played bad and the games were like Super, not not sorry boring, but like uneventful. Yeah, feels yeah. bad to play.
1: I mean, there's there's a especially if you lose those games, right? Because yeah. it kind of feels like you're just farming for twenty minutes, and then one
0: yes. thing happens, it goes bad, and then the game ends. Cyril versus Luciano oink oink oink, and then Marcus Marco <laughs> Giovanni, oink oink oink, and then suddenly lose one team fight, GG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool.
1: Let's go home, guys. So, what is, why do you think, and like you know, you're you're saying basically like the draft is is so. Like the same every time, right? So, what is it about about the drafts then you didn't like? You're saying you didn't really like your drafts.
0: You think things mm. didn't, weren't really going well in those games? I think the first week draft was pretty good, but then against FlyQuest, we had this draft where I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a draft. I don't like Jin much as a champion. We call him Mr. Useful, you in know, in, in our team because he's really really useful. <laughs> <laughs> but he don't he only wins lane, but then doesn't really win lane either. And then this game. We have Vi into like a lot of frontline bruisers and tanks. Yeah. So when, when Vi goes in, he's going alone, right? He only has like an Ash Arrow and like a Kali with him. But we have two against against Silas and Mumu, right? Mhm. So Vai goes in, Silas, uh, Akali goes in, gets Mumu with one one shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. We
1: don't yeah. really I don't win think on the game either. was so much about mid lane though. Yeah. I felt, I felt like that mid two v two went yeah. so bad, and then I was like, well, like, the game me like over, our, right?
0: our whole like review was just like early game and Mumu invades us, so Bot has to play safe and then mid takes 2v2, where Diplex, his E doesn't follow. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched this 2v2. Yeah, yeah. Where it didn't go over the wall. Yeah, In the game, he, he thought it was a bug, but he didn't say anything because he was like, maybe just didn't want to pause. We were also home at this point. We were like, it was audio issues. So he said he thought it was a bug after the day. I watched him like, bro, just fucking pause next time. You know, yeah, like, that's, that's don't, actually... don't be that guy who doesn't pause and then regrets it afterwards. Just don't be that guy, right?
1: It's it's kind of like, uh, unironically, I mean, it sounds like flame, but it's not really, flame. but it's like a rookie move, right? Yes. Where it's L- like, it,
0: yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: it's like, you, you, you don't get punished for pausing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You're not going to get punished. So if there's something that might yeah, be yeah. a bug, pause that shit yeah well pause. especially
2: like after the 2v2 fails like you don't pause because <laughs> you get the kill you're like it's yes, yes. on them to pause if they didn't like one, one,
0: that one, two, zero. it's fine yeah, you keep yeah, playing. Yeah. like i've been there before right but then this that one solo kills like, something's not right about it, I didn't, it off. <laughs> I didn't see it in the game i just hear double come like oh shit <laughs> but yeah like watching it back it looks like he doesn't follow him over the wall yeah because there's no, no space perhaps yeah so but, i think the game puts him back on the but other but that's side. not how it's supposed to be like khali's e it's like so that kind of like ruined the game yeah, when that happens, his touch was like to ahead in early game. Yeah. but he felt pressured to do something because we were kind of losing mid jungle and Bob was like just even farming, so he felt pressured to do something. And he got solo killed. He got solo killed kill, kill, try try trying, trying to dive. Right, it was like kind yeah. of like pressure him more than he should be. He was up in CS already, so that game felt like it left something to be desired. Yeah. for like the two best teams in the league at that point. So I, I didn't feel that bad after losing to I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Audio issues, they were home. Uh, dog shit draft. 2 2 failed. Just fucking the next. And it's okay, you know? Like, just move on. Like, yeah. we cope. But then in the last two games against TSM and against... Uh, EG. EG. I felt like our early games were bad and we didn't do anything. And we didn't have... Like, against EG, I still don't know what we can do in this game. We don't have any CC plus Johnny ulti. But they have, like... Champs that can just <laughs> escape so easily. Yeah. They have vision although all the whole map with, with Maokai. Yeah. And they rolled Ocean Map, the most open map for because there's more bushes and they're yeah. like longer as well. And then our only engage is Blabbert, Sivani old. But if Pion and FBI have have hands, they can just dodge it right with their, their jumps, even get hit by it and still jump dash. Yeah, buffer. They right. have Mikael's later in the game as well. And two tanks. Yeah what, do you, it, what do you think about
1: like the Jace pick then because to me it's like <clears throat> Jace is like turbo useless in every game I've played Palafox played it mid <laughs> there was a Someday game where he played it as well I'm like this pick you have to have this person like six feet under three minutes into the game that you're laning against or it feels so
0: useless I actually don't think Jace is like that bad anymore like there used to be like a top ender that had to win lane super hard but, and he pretty but well now, now with like Eclipse, Manamune and uh, what's called Cyril does he actually scales kind of well in yeah. the game I think he's like fine just farming but we flexed it the whole week and it was kind of kind of strong on our scrims. And even before that, it was kind of strong too. And then we just got caught off guard by the Tristana pick. Yeah. We didn't have like a good counter to Tristana to put out blind pick mid and then pick Gwen. But I think Gwen can't do much in this game. Like she wins against Xante, sure, but they have range champs everywhere and Maokai. Yeah. So Gwen can't hit anyone. Yeah. It felt like you guys didn't have enough engage to
2: deal with that. Because you whip your Sajwani alt out and they jump away and then you're like, all right, yeah. If engage
0: fails, it's over. Even if it doesn't fail, like if Blaber ults someone and his Biber presses R towards us. The fight comes with like a standoff, yeah. and yep. then we lost already. it's so now they it's have Lushinami, that but they do, w is Maokai's E's on fucking cooldown, like... <laughs> yank, yank, yank. There's, there's a bush. Not upset about it. <laughs> there's a bush everywhere, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. yeah, So, I think like early game went well. Like, we didn't die to the bot gank from, from Maokai, he flashed on us level 3. They did like a 3k bot side gank, and we didn't die to it. I was yep. like, okay, that's pretty good for us, so I'm going to be heading jungle. And then we got two dragons for Herald. Which was good because we we're playing the comp that loses at Herald. They yep. had like, like Gale Force, Mandate, a, third, a second Herald, and we got the Herald and no one died for it. So I was like, oh, the game's going well. But then at Dirt Dragon, we had a standoff, Blabber Ults, Inspired Ults, standoff now. I'm like, uh. uh, <laughs> guys, for the rest who, of the game. <laughs> who can do something, guys? EQs, yeah. hits Xante <laughs> uh, for one, in that one damage. <laughs> uh, guys, how do, we, how do we win this? I don't know. I mean, this this is kind of like my problem with Jace though. Like it's interesting
1: because I know a lot of people feel like it's it's pretty strong right now, but I feel like you're you're inherently like missing a lot of like your options when you're picking Jace over yeah. a lot of these other champions, right? Like because it feels super limited in the way in which you can play the game. Like you can either yeah, go agree. side and hope mm. that you can create pressure, or you group and you poke and then you try to find something off of yeah. that. Right. But like when they when teams are drafting so much frontline like they are right now, like Maokai, Cassante, we're seeing Sion, we're seeing all these champions, yep. like th- there's so many champions that it's so easy. Like they didn't even build warmogs, but we're seeing a lot of junglers go warmog <laughs> second. Yeah, and then good. you literally just walk into every single bit of poke, yeah. and now now what is Jace's recourse? Right, because then th- they're like forcing at an objective. No one's poked down. Jace can't just like walk in and hammer form and jump on someone. You know, like yeah. that's kind of my problem with this champion. Compared to, I feel like a lot of like the control mages and a lot of the other options is that they have more agency and they have like it feels like better follow up. Right, like yeah, I agree. Um, and that that's that's kind of like the difficulty is like feeling like where it fits in and like how your comp functions. Yeah,
0: I think our four fives have been pretty bad in general. This in this draft we have here, we need more engage. We need more like do something champs yeah. because we have Siri Lulu already but we didn't have that same thing happened in our other games we played we just don't have any comeback tools whatsoever yeah. and at that point you're just like win lane win game or just fucking lose Yeah. that's what happened against FlyQuest as well you know like we didn't win every game can't win yeah. Lion engages and Moonwook versus R <laughs> dead you know like what, what can we do at that point to win right Ash Arrows doesn't matter who I hit. No one has follow up. If Fiura, Fiura and uh, Akali and Vi, you know, yeah, everyone goes in. They get they die one shot. So, but you kind of like put us up with our backs in the corner or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so... Well, I feel Limited like options.
2: Yeah. A lot of people feel like they're having this draft problem where, like, drafts just get away from you as, as it goes on because there's, like, the really standard opening with, like, the everyone's taking jungle yeah, the and the bot Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then from there, people are like, I don't really know exactly what's going on because um, yeah. there was the FlyQuest game where they ended up banning so many eighty carries and supports and then... They two three them for the side of hundred thieves, and then they banned two more.
0: Sarrakan, Sant- yeah. and Nautilus Kaisa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I was, I was, I was talking to some people, uh, some players after that, and they're like, well, "We don't know what we're doing in trap." <laughs> <laughs> like, I look at the TSM
2: CLG game where, like, you know, the Jace goes against so they have all AD against the
0: Scion. And they're like, yeah, "Oh yeah, I wait. thought Scion. He was a raid boss." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So got a double kill early and like a not great dive, but it's like, but that top player is like. That should never be, be happening, you know, like Scion diving. How is Scion yeah. stacking a wave on Renekton and <laughs> and like diving Renekton with with Elise? Like what even is this, you know? Also, like the whole Elise, Silas, Scion <laughs> topic makes no fucking sense, you know? Yeah. What this episode's this? getting demonetized yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I was told before this so I can swear, so yeah, I'm gonna Yeah, no, you drop can't, the, you can't. Like, you I was can like, wh- the what's up with this, you know? Like how can you have Scion Elise? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, surely you have something like uh, Kiana or Renekton, yeah, you yeah. know, like something. But no, we have silence Yeah, no setup Yo. in any lane Yo. for the okay. release, yeah. <laughs> and then this top die was like so scuffed too. I watched it live and I was like, they, it's, Douglas, it's mega outplaying it and it's like a one-for-one, one, I think, and then Palfox tanks a full damage Sion Q, gets chunked to one HP, and then gets redo, and solo gets double-kill. I'm like, yo. I'm just like, this was the, I remember sitting with the on the couch, and he was like, wow, this is low elo. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, this typical accent, of, wow, this game, really low elo. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. like, yep, this is low elo for sure. I mean, Sion looked invincible uh, uh, in lost, every game you we know? got played. <laughs> sitting there ego-ing a lot of
1: people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, <laughs> That's the classic. Yeah, right, yeah. I would never
0: do that. Oh man. yeah, they're so bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah. Mean, imp- Impacts Impact's uh, Scion game as well against um against who was it God? Yeah, I remember he was also 100, 100 Thieves. He was yeah. absolutely invincible. I remember it was like at first he was like pop his shield and he would kinda like absorb some damage and he would try to like dodge the rest. And then it at got to a point Yeah, <laughs> like yo, what's <laughs> up? She <laughs> started yeah, in dancing the in the culling yeah. and, that's, and that's when you know it's like when someone does that thing in game you can kind of try to laugh it off but like that's demoralizing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's like your only damage is Lucian yeah. and this guy doesn't
0: care at all I will say Lucian players Zerker included have this thing where they buy like straight a Dirk CDR shoes uh, Gale Force Fire Cannon the worst possible items against Sion against <laughs> and then I'm like yeah, I'm not, not surprised <laughs> to do it on the damage stream, right? And I asked Sarka about it, why do you build this against Scion? And like they have like uh Vi jungle full tank, Tabi's Innovator you know, Virtue and it's like yeah. it's my signature. <laughs> 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 I'm like... Huh? My <laughs> try items. Mm, okay, you know. But how about like Kraken Slayer? Kraken I know it's like Kraken it's, it's kind of like stuff. you know almost uh, taboo to say the word Kraken Slayer. Yeah, because Gale Force Forward. Do you first know that strike,
1: Kraken Slayer bam, bam, doesn't bam. have a dash on it? Yeah, it's like it's like fun. I'm like yeah, but playing <laughs> it's like
0: Scion. You're gonna hit him the whole team fight. Science, Johnny. Like just Kraken Slayer. Never more quick play plates, You know, more no dumps. Skip the Dirk in lane phase. You don't need a Dirk to win yeah. the game. Like, but yeah, it's like illusion players definitely are the number one like offenders of this. And mm-hmm. Siri also buys low damage early, you know, rune and and shield bow. Yeah. And then she buys never plates blades and then it's low dom next time. And even if you buy low doms third, it's still low damage to like a sign with, you know, yeah. 3,500 HP and, yeah. 350 armor and like, yeah. You need yeah. someone else to kill them, right?
1: What do you what do you think about all these people that are, are it's kind of been a hot topic for itemization for ADs. So many people that are skipping like IE or Navori second, like we and and actually delaying yeah. third. Yeah. Someone went fourth PD item. Yon. Yes. Um, yeah.
2: There was, that was, also, that was uh, very uh,
1: legal the Sivir game. Was it was it Luger that <laughs> it was, did that did uh the oh god, I can't even think what the
0: executioners upgraded yeah, today, uh, Mortal yeah. Yeah, Mortal Reminder, yeah. yeah. It was, Reminder. was Neo against Luger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo So I think Yon played Sivir against doesn't even matter what you're playing as. I remember he was Troll Building. That's all. Can you, can you
2: pull up? <laughs> yeah, it was. It's or it was his first game. You mean yeah.
0: the Hundred Thieves in, one, the day one. Yeah. Yeah, he was and playing. He at bought Kraken Slayer Sli- PD. <laughs> Not only did okay, so this game actually was a free for TL. I think their blind was doing really well in a matchup that outscales super hard, and then they just ran down level six in a in a bush fight that they had vision of Hundred Thieves in the in, in the in the fucking bush, right? Yeah. And then Jan builds like Kraken PD in this game. And it was just so disgusting.
2: It was also the game, like, so they they in bot lane because Core walks too far forward, and then they were still yeah. fine that entire game, and yeah, then yeah. Bjergsen just lands like a naked yeah, butt, yeah. like nothing on him, like, you see Yo. it coming, oh, and yeah, Harry Harry yeah. doesn't flash it. He just it walks forward and yeah. press yeah.
0: W, I'm like, wow, that's broken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can just do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Harry and Yon have not been playing really well so far, this split. I don't think, uh, let's not say that Summit and Koji have been playing well either, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. They've been playing shit too, right? I think that Summit is like, he really is like that guy here. You know? He's Dr. Jekyll. Like, the day, high, even today you know? in Xanta game, he like always <laughs> the <up his> dive <laughs> J- J- 1v2 and then he just walks it. forward and dies. I'm like, bro, man, like, I'm like, that's my boy right there. <laughs> i dive up 30 CS, we said fucking warrior, and he just dies for no reason. <laughs> that was so funny
1: because he all in, he all in too, and it wasn't even like, I don't even know what the He angle was at like 400 though, health it and it wasn't even was
0: even 70% close. health. Yeah. yeah. And same thing against 100 Thieves the day before that, he's like stomping lane super hard up 30 CS. Goes for a very illegal plate, and then he doesn't flash out afterwards, and just dies. I'm like, man. He like, walks up and hits the demolish. He's, he's so much better than most top in laning face, especially. He's insane. He, he, he just has like that the shy vibe where he just. Has to end for no reason. Yeah. something random, you know. It
1: just—it feels like he plays with no respect to to the yeah. opponents. You know, it's like I f- he feels so much better than his opponents that they couldn't yeah. possibly punish him for this. <laughs> yes. and just, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. like, like this there's peasant, no
2: way this idiot's gonna this,
1: kill me. This, this <laughs> Esnint yeah. is gonna kill me. Like, it really There's, there's a, on scene nine. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a play he made like on Nara where it was like he gets he gets like kick flash or whatever. Like Elisean comes in. Like all this, thing like, he's getting. Hard committed to, he gets out from the gank on NAR. And he walks back and dies. And, and, then, <laughs> and then he's like one HP, and we're like, "Holy shit, Summit wanna play?" Right? He gets away, and then he just walks right back up to Lee Sin and tries to
0: dodge the Q, and the Lee Sin just cues him. He just dies to the Q. Doesn't even have to take it. Yeah, it's it's funny because I think Summit is actually a really good player. And when I was in C9 in spring 2022, I was like playing Academy. Yeah, I was like a scrim slave at that point, and. I was watching him play and I thought, wow, this guy is so much better than everyone else. It's not even funny. Yep. But he was so underutilized because that team had Fudge, who was mid, playing like Corky and yeah, yeah. Victor. Uh, Victor, expand. like AFK for late game, Gathering Storm, because he was whipped by LS. And <laughs> and you know, like, he was really like a, a, a late game player, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he wasn't playing things like, like Rise or Talia or whatever, and Winsome was. Kind of a bot, I think, back then in that that split. Um, yeah, he's gotten a lot better this year. Yeah, I think he's playing really well so far. Um, he's fine, at least, uh, I think. That team didn't work for some of it. That was the meta where J was running top every game in scrims and just farming him, and Drons yeah. were ganking him, and I felt like he was playing in a different team that had a millionaire laner and a support that could play more around him. Yeah. He would be much, much better, but in watching him play now, I'm like, maybe I was wrong about him, you know? <laughs> I mean, he he but, has but still, insane like,
1: individual skills. Yes, like he even pushes kill, leads. He, was really good. he pushes leads better than almost anyone on the that He's yes, really good he at games.
0: Massive advantages out of nothing. Yep. But then he just does something really stupid every time. I'm like, come on, man. Just I don't think he's had a game where you Mercy, don't have you like know? that one clip that you yep. just yeah in lane phase and then in the mid game in TVs. the the Aatrox game he did the, the, the one TP and the yesterday, day, yeah, American game the yesterday he TBs into Ana thieves the on top of a trap gets one shot. What? He flash stuns Bucio randomly or whatever. What, what angle do you have there? You know, even if you kill the VARs one shot, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. no way already press R, he's useless now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, but back to the thing about the item builds. Yep. I think that it isn't troll to not buy IE on every second on every HC. Yeah. Like Siri, for example, is a good Hurricane user, also a good attack speed user. So, her buying Hurricane is fine compared to Nevariant Quick Blades or IE. And like Luger, no, Neo, sorry, bought more Reminder today, which against like Sona it makes some sense, you know, to buy, like, Heal Cut, because one guy has to buy it, yep. and AoE is preferred. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. I guess Sona, right? Moonstone is proc on CD, and you cut out on your W healing. It's, like, it's okay. It's justified, at least, right? Yeah, but you can stop just at the uh, component item now, since you it can, yeah, the whole thing. You can, yeah. But someone has to buy attritions at some point, right? So it's, like, yeah. it's okay. I feel like the components are kind <clears> of <throat> high value now, because they're the same yeah. Heal Cut as the full completed item. That item used to be high Gold value for the stats you got. I don't know about the new one, the one with Laszlo's in it. I don't know if that's worth it to buy, but it's not the worst. You know, it's no. like there's a dot process there. But like buying PD on Siver over buying Quick Blades when they have the same Especially purpose. The more you hit, the better PDs. The more you hit, the better. No more, quick blades, no more Quick Blades are. So, they should be bought in the same situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it feels wrong. Wrong to just buy them. All
2: right, we've been shooting a lot of strays just like left and right. A bam, 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 yeah, yeah. yes. You're
0: losing LCS. <laughs> You're not playing everyone. You just lost today. You th- suck th- some at th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> So
2: So let's just talk about the standings really okay. quickly. Just, old. <laughs> just calling everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so Twitch sprains. This is
1: Because We can get other people to come on and blame Sven now. Yeah, no one, no one can talk back to me here, but I'm here. So are going to get a lot
2: of requests yeah. next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got a lot of players
1: suddenly interested in coming on the dive. That's so, that's
2: so curious. Uh, but, but just talking about the actual standings, like, how indicative of, the, like, the actual strength do you think they are versus what you're seeing in scrim. So, you know, like, FlyQuest is undefeated, then there's this yeah, clump of four cringe.
0: and two. <laughs> that's cringe. Okay, I will say this, okay. I thought Fly, when I lost to them, we're like, okay, they're not bad, but we're still better. We lost because of bad draft. Okay, whatever. We can Next time, we'll, we'll beat them, no problem. But then when they won today against 100 Thieves, I was like, hmm, this draft was unwinnable I think that draft is completely lost. I think playing five melee champs, essentially, guys has a melee champ in my head, against Cyra Khan, and Fiora top, like, them getting Fiora in that game is so illegal. Fiora <laughs> against three tanks, Nautilus and Kai'Sa. Like, yo, this is Fudge or Summit and Fiora, it's, it's over already, you can't win this game. And then, they just, like, boost the lane twice, 2v2, in a really, like, this matchup is, like, um... It's like, outdated, like, no one... Yeah, it's, like, uh, what's the word? It goes the same way every time. Right, it's, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, 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 right. It, it's like not complicated. It's like not a specialiona. It's always the same every game, no matter what. Stack way back, back and forth, you know. So I'm like, how do you die twice in this game? And then Talia is our pick. I get the Casio ban, but can we pick something that does like damage to our <laughs> opponents in this game? I get that Talia was good the day before that. Yeah, so it's like a confidence thing but really
2: well and to the point like maybe you think with the fiora you're gonna like go gank top a bunch of times and tenacity did get too, you get a solo kill and, so get, and then a repeat gank. yeah and then they just yeah. never ended up going top again i don't know if yeah. there was like a reason <clears throat> they felt they couldn't but yeah it did feel
0: like, i a thought weird when, game. when fly went to the herald and they lost the fight where winsome gives a shutdown to maokai i was like wow this game is over there's no way they can come back from this because now hunters can just give up one dragon or something and just fight on their Fiora two-hand spikes and such but they just kept like, getting farmed everywhere I think that, I'm looking at it now, like, why don't they pick a seer in this game? A seer into like, four melee champs and Kai'Sa? You wanna just stand there and like, yoink, 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 <laughs> you're fucking soldiers, right? Like, it's so weird to me that they pick Talia here and then I'll watch the game and he hits like, a full Q on someone. Uh, 200 damage. Yeah. I mean, to me, it kind of felt like their
1: thought process was like playing like almost like anti dive, <clears> right? Like, yeah. is, like, Zaya is supposed to be like super good anti dive. I think Khan, have Talia that they have to pick. run through onto, yeah, the, onto yeah. the Zaya and stuff. And it's like when,
0: ba- when bot lane starts going a little bit bad, yeah. then it feels like they don't have damage anymore. Yeah. Right? I mean, I thought Cyrakhan into Sejonic Sunsize is already insane. Yeah. And then you pick, like, in my opinion, Cyrakhan versus Kasnautalus is a matchup where you can win early game as Kasnautalus, but the moment it's level six, you can't win anymore. Yeah, no matter animal, what happens, yeah. if you hook Saya, you still lose. That yeah. kind of matchup, right? And Kai'Sa gets really, not outscaled, but you wasn't being ahead to be useful. So getting two kills, trash Hunter and all that early yeah. game, helps her a lot. But the main point was FlyQuest being first place. I thought they weren't that insane at first, but then one this game. I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe they're actually not, not bad, you know? Because I think this game, they had some really good dragon fights around. Yeah. That is one flank in the bot side blue jungle where they have TP wards for Vicla and Speaker did the canyon angle. Yeah, he came all the way through. Yeah, bot, he was yeah. like all the way from bot lane through jungle, finds a really good angle onto double lift and Busio, kills kind of one shot, and if I was like kind of close still because of how bad a draft this, but they found that angle, the only angle to win the game, and I was like, hmm, that's pretty impressive, right? Like they I, actually do their. I think Prince their... has been insane. Yeah, Prince has been playing really well. I think a lot of games like 80 carries can be 10-0 yeah. and do nothing. Yeah, and I think that Prince. So today played very well, yeah. But some games against us, he was like 10-0 in the Kalen game, but it was clean, he, he, he didn't do anything, yeah. That, yeah he, he was that, playing that in last. a game where it's mid-jungle, one 2v2. Two, two. Not to be like the guy who's shooting on my opponent, yeah, he's yeah. very good, don't get me wrong. But that, like, I've been at the Caribbean for many years, yeah. right? And some games you're 10-0, you didn't do anything better than in the right? yeah. That was one of the examples, but this guy's a game, the, the Lucian game, though, yeah. I was gonna good. say the yeah. Lucian game, right? Yeah, like
1: the Lucian game. Um, I know some, some fans were talking about like how they, they thought, you know, like Doublelift wasn't getting enough because he had like, you know, they were comparing score lines and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was like that Lucian game, he didn't have a, a sexy score line, but it felt like he was solo getting them every single
2: objective. Yeah, he was I mean, right everything right he was just yeah. flaming other Lucians about was like doesn't apply here. He's actually dashing
0: in with the Gale yeah, Force. He was holding just... his, his his ground and he was, you know, making space for his teammates, which yeah. is what Lucian mm-hmm. is supposed to be doing with his network quick play. It's fire cannon build. You're supposed to make space and, and create, you know, angles, but I think Prince is really good, yeah. yeah. I think him and Circle are, in my opinion, based on not only LCS but also scrims, clearly the best 2 to guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's,
1: it's interesting. I mean, um, the other thing I think that has impressed me a bit about FlyQuest is sometimes like a lot of these teams that are at the top of the table but then someone has like a monster in game and then it's just like everything falls apart. Yeah. Like they've actually had a lot of games where one player on their team has had a really bad game and they still win. Like the Vicla game yesterday I think it was. the earlier really game? game? Yeah, yeah. He was making a yeah, lot yeah. mistakes that game, yeah. He, he made, like he got the, the solo kill early. Like it was, Kind of fake solo kill because it was like after a gank, whatever. But he gets the kill on JoJo, and then after that, there was like so many TP, TP flanks and stuff that he was coming in on, or he's going way too early, or he's getting caught out by himself, and like yeah, yeah, that, that was a game that in the bot lane yeah, a actually times.
0: I think that Fly EG game should have been EG favored. Yeah, I watched the game and they had like three dragons. They're playing against Once JoJo Ill-Lux, got a bunch of kills. Dude. Yeah, and they were like ahead. They had like this fight in Bot River where Victor half dying to the gank. Well, he got solo killed after the gank. Yeah. It was like assist on the yeah, yeah, solo kill. Yeah, yeah. solo kill, sort of, right? Yeah. He had like his E upgraded like five minutes. Like, yeah. he got three assists or three takedowns, rather. And I saw Usunami equal CS, killing Lux, which is winning, essentially. If you're mm-hmm. winning, if you're equal in a losing matchup, you're winning. That's yeah. my opinion, right? And I had dragons, and I was like, oh, this game is over. But then EG goes for a deep, like, jungle invade, and gets TP behind by Aurelia, yeah. And that they got yeah.
1: like, they up. get like,
0: triple killed or, or like, quarter killed, and then. Baron, GG. yeah, And then Prince gets 14 kills and it looks like he's the best player in the universe but he wasn't doing anything in that game either and if EG was better he would have been 0, zero, zero and and lost, right? So it's hard to say what the Prince do or didn't do because you were losing lane while well, being even as yeah. Lane against Lucianami, but you also went 14 kills later so he- but good in team fights, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just oh. a, a lot of games like that right now where eighty yeah. carries turn online suddenly, and then it's yeah. like, all right, they, they clean up these fights. You
0: remember Berserker Pentakill on Siri? Like I was watching it back, and I'm like, you're not good. <laughs> I was like, I the like, don't don't get the ego, man. You're you're not you're not good. Actually, I watched just before I came here. There was a this or that about uh, about us actually about Pentakill we got. Oh was yeah, it, was it Siri or was it Berserker? Berserker? Yeah, and I think Jad voted it was Berserker, and one guy voted Kobe. Yeah. Kobe voted. It's all, all around. It was Siri. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this was a series. You're playing series against five melee champs, and you're just. Yeah, know, yeah, literally, like, there's nothing to do with you, you know? Yeah. But I know that feeling of, like, sometimes Eddie Carry is the worst role in the game because your team sucks, can't do anything. You go mid wave, five, six minutes, L tap, come back, six minutes again, Facebook, yep. six minutes. <laughs> And then sometimes uh, you're say Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you Facebook a little bit and then come back minions. Check your Twitter DM. Yeah, exactly, right? And then you come back and find more minions. And sometimes you just win the game because your team is better. Yeah, yeah. And that's just how it is, right? I mean, that's why it feels very unsatisfying to play at times, yeah. even by it being a strong role. Don't get me wrong, it's a really good role. Yeah. It's high high on the impact list, I would say. I feel like um, AD in
1: jungle and competitive can <clears> sometimes like really like take the L in a way where it's like, yeah. your teammates can, like, if all your lanes are losing as a jungler, all of a sudden you're warded everywhere, you can't really gank yeah. anything, you don't really have any options. And same thing with AD, it's like, if your team is hard losing, you can look so bad, but if your team is, is stomping and like yeah. you have a really strong frontline, you just kind of like a move forward, right? In yeah. a lot of the fights. I will
0: say, on that note, like, some teams that are losing, like Dignitas, need a jungler that's crazy. Like, they need Boogie, playing yeah. Elise, and like, farming three camps, and then fist fighting everywhere he can to make something happen, right? Dignitas don't need Torn. They need a boogie. They need a yeah. coin
2: flipper who's going to like get exactly. a lead, random. Someone
0: who's crazy in the head, right? Yeah. But a team like Team Liquid in the past, that was a really strong team with good players, good laners. Santarn fits in pretty well there, right? Yeah. Well, even like FlyQuest, Spika can play aggro champions, but yeah. he's
2: basically on tank duty yeah. this meta because it's like, well, you can just spam Maokai Sejuani and our team will has three legitimate carry threats.
0: I will say, Spika, I didn't think he was that good like in 21 or 22. But he's been really good this season so far. He even yeah. plays like a champ, no one else plays at Mumu. And he's making it work and, and he's doing well in every game I see him in so far. I think that people are quick to say Prince Mvp, because he plays the 80k role while Alga plays Sijuani. But Speaker has been more important to their wins than Prince, in my opinion. Prince is just very solid in every game he plays. Yeah. He's a very he's a very reliable player, doesn't make any bad mistakes and his team's winning, so he's 4-0 every game. Yep. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so FlyQuest is pretty legit. You're, you're getting turned <laughs> around on them. You're o- so. You guys are obviously insane. Obviously. Obviously insane. Yep. Are there any of the other 4-2 and two okay. teams, EG?
0: My, or, or? My personal opinion is that Fly is the best team right now, and that's something I didn't believe before, but I'm convinced now after watching the game against Hunter Thieves. I think Hunter Thieves, their score is better than they are. That's from us farming them in scrims for a while now. Yeah, you beat them on stage too, opening. Yeah, that was a, kind of like a, a whatever game. We had a bell draft that game and it was like a Heimanninger versus SC matchup. Like, uh, I don't even know what the fuck that was, right? <laughs> I was like, 2023, I, like baby. Yeah. I like it, I like it, Let's go, Heimanninger. And then, <laughs> yo, that's <laughs> here. But we won the game and I thought everyone played a in that game, but on the Thieves, have actually been better than I thought. They they're better on stage than our scrims. Doublelift has been really good on stage. Yes, I will say Doublelift better than I thought he was. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think overall that team is is solid. They have a very different dynamic. They have their rookie talent in top and support. Yeah. While most teams like EG with Danny so and Pune try to go for the mid and AD carry roles, yeah, mm-hmm. even us, you know, we make a Berserker, we get Yeah. and the experienced players are in the jungle, top, and support, uh, jungle support mostly. Yeah. Core J TL is the same with yep. John mm-hmm. and Harry right. So, their approach is interesting. They have the the goats in the carry rolls where you won't have talent, usually. But I think it, it can work in this meta, especially where you have so much flexibility in sword roll, yeah. especially. And it's top more lane. Of an opportunity to show mechanics yeah. than and if you're playing a star or something. Yeah, exactly. And, and top has been more and more carry heavy than it ever, it's ever been. Fiora. Even Cassandra is, is more like a carry than he's a tank yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. So, I think it's not a bad approach. But to the power ranking market, trying, trying to create, I think. EG is Bernhard Thieves, despite their record being the same. Mm-hmm. Have they played each other yet?
2: Not <laughs> no. yet. They play next week. I think 100 Thieves is a hard next week, if EG's I remember. These losses also feel
1: like, um, <coughs> they, like have drafted themselves into a corner a little bit. Like, they, they're one, they're one, they had that one loss where Inspired was playing Elise, and they were, like, giga ahead. Mm. And they had, like, one bad fight at Dragon. They
0: couldn't get sold or whatever. And yeah, then against they go, CLG, yeah. 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 They got outscaled by... But they are just being bad. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, they make mistakes for sure, yeah. right? But I, but, but it's, EG should be 5-1. Mm-hmm. IMO. Yeah. Only lost to FlyQuest. So, I think they're. I guess it will be FlyQuest, EG, and then us. I think that's a fair ranking. And then, I suppose it's just a hundred thieves. Yeah. I keep ranking TL higher than it should be, but this week. Scrims. But this week was my turn. Actually, no, we we farm TL and scrims more than anyone. Hmm. We lose more games to like IMT than to TL. I'm not even kidding. Like, we actually have TL on like nine percent. I think at this point over like four or five days. Wow, and I'm like, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I play with MT. I'm like, we lose the game. I'm like, oh, what, kill. Revenge sucks. is just a god. What the hell? Yeah, MT, I will say they play a style in scrims that's scrim favored, so to speak. You know, like playing a little crazy. You remember they played like Pike Raven? and we, Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's always better in scrims than it is in, in stage, mm-hmm. where the game is more slow and people are more serious. They don't test the limits so much. But yeah, Teal, I ranked them higher than they should be the like, first couple weeks. But now I'm like, FlyQuest was lower than it should be and Teal was higher than should be, but now it's like turning around where I'm like, FlyQuest should be first place and Teal should be like fifth, sixth, you know. Yeah. So I think it would be like Fly, EG, us, 100. And then I'm like torn on fifth place. I guess this is Team Liquid because everyone's just too fucking dog shit. <laughs> like TSM sucks, CLG sucks, Golden Guardians. Actually, Golden Guardians started zero four, 4 but they played us, FlyQuest, EG, and 100. Yep. Yeah. So, no, Teal, I think. And they, yeah, they it was have, all they they top. Have, they had the all top is their five teams. This first real week yeah. with yeah. Corey as well, and they had the young guys starting the first week. Yeah. So I think they can be given some. They slack. can be fifth, sixth. Yeah, they could be fifth, sixth. As well. yeah. If Teal doesn't start like stop things soon, they're going to be like sixth place at this point with Golden Guardians being fifth. Yeah. But yeah, obviously they can Giga hopeless. Um, IMT <laughs> they're strange because I think Revenge is good and I think Tactical, despite having a lot of you Know the moments he has, yeah. He's a not bad player and he can carry games. The problem is, he has too much negative impact at times. Like, he's an, almost a win condition for the enemy team at times. You can, you can like almost rely on him making a bad, bad, bad play at times, right? Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that's just like feeling that the like pressure,
1: like he is feeling like, oh, I need to do something? Like, because sometimes people get in that mindset of yeah. where they feel they, I think, some players are worse at evaluating their the state of the game than yes. others, yeah, yeah, and people who feel that they are losing they tend to be more negative about it Yeah. often yes. when i talk to them they're like well I, I had to make that play because we were losing and it's like well you're actually you were even in gold or yeah. actually you
2: were like okay yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like but they felt like they were losing so they look for that aggressive play that actually ends up hurting them that's a whole other thing too. Is just evaluating game state because there's yeah. a lot of times where just based off like the pressure and who is able to actually if push at no this vision, point in the it game, it can feel really bad. It's it's so easy to forget that when
1: you're just watching the game as as a spectator. They got a 2K a gold lead. Why aren't yeah. they doing you anything? You see everything. You see the item completions. You yeah. see where the wards are. You see everything. Right. You yes. know everything. And then when you're actually playing the game, sometimes it can just feel like like you know if you're jungling or whatever and someone's invading you nonstop. Even if they're, you're not actually getting that
0: behind, it just like feels like you're losing because they're on your side of the map or you know. If you, I think it's, it's a possibility, but it's been going on for too long. Yeah. And it wasn't like that in TL, where he had a good team around him. Mm-hmm. So it can't be an excuse anymore. So, not really. But I think IMT... I do like Wrench. I think he's pretty good. I think yeah. that he's been having... He's had a pretty good split. He's been having the best split he's had so far, I mm-hmm. think. Despite his team still being, you know, terrible. <laughs> um, I think can we in his first split was underutilized. He was playing like trundle and they shit. They put him on all tanks. Bro, he, he's, a, he's a fucking Kane, Lee Sin, Graves guy, right? You're yeah. playing him him play trundle in LCS, he's gonna be, be useless, right? It's obvious. So I gave him some slack for that, that split. Yeah. I think so far they've been like, at least they have, they show signs of hope. Yep. They, they won his Graves and his Kindred game they aren't doing right? what like Link those does, are the two games that they won when he played carries. yeah yeah, literally <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know okay so the Graves game he wasn't the one carrying but he was playing Graves he, yeah. was, he was doing more stuff than he was usually he was playing with more confidence yeah.
2: yeah I feel like Golden Guardians and Immortals are the two teams who like borderline can make playoffs because it's top 6 right now if Golden they actually Guardians, improve yeah. it's like because obviously, you say like the four teams above, then maybe Team Liquid, and then there's one other spot between like TSM, CLG, Golden Guardians, Immortals.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's right a right tight now. I, race for six, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it absolutely yeah. is. I think Dignitas, despite being hopeless right now, they are getting ignored back. I heard, you know, the wooden Street is that he's here today, actually, as of this Friday. Um, and that next patch is the board game buff patched, the Cyan is doom patched. I think free. I think free case. mean, that's my my new theory. He's like nerfing Yumi, nerfing Heimendinger, and like like Freak, please nerfing Umbrelave. You know what's next? Hailblades. Uh, so we, we were joking about how like you
1: can get Freak's address. You know, maybe send him like a gift package. You can sign him up for Stratus. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then the
0: buffs
2: are rolling.
0: Uh, you're you're yours <laughs> Maybe Freak will help me next patch.
2: We were talking about like this event support meta. It's like, oh, it was Enchanters, and then the eighty carries are suddenly meta, and I'm now like, it's... now it's...
0: bribing someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. nah. I will say this, though. I don't like this narrative there is that I only play main champs. Because when summer started, I played Nautilus. I played Alistar. I played Mooma. I did whatever I had to to mm-hmm. win, right? I played what I think of Fall's best. Then the meta became Yumi, Lulu, Renata, Nami Lucian. Yeah. I played Tomcatch before that, too, right? I played whatever I had to, right? Yeah. And I, we were still winning games. We were like... We started a zero three record when I wasn't there with Berserker. It was like King and uh, King and Destiny playing yeah. first week, uh, Super Week, and then I just played what I had to right? And we're still like top five with that start playing those champs, right? Yeah. So I don't like the narrative, and it's like no one ever says uh, Kojay can play Ashe, despite him being terrible at Ashe or and terrible at Yumi. And like, there's this narrative in um, in LCS, like amongst pro players, that if you have Team Liquid, Kojay playing Yumi or Lulu. You already won despite draft being like maybe an equal draft because mm-hmm. you have that player on this kind of champion. Because Santorin is more a reactive tank player, Kojay is the opposite. He's a engage, yeah. do Playmaker, something kind of guy. Yeah. Playmaker, yeah, let's say that. So if you make this team have that dynamic, you're playing the man and win draft that way. Yeah. Drafting isn't as simple as, okay, I'm trying to better than theirs. Yeah. yeah,
1: you have to, you have to draft yeah. for a player. That's so why
0: I hate when this. someone says your draft is bad but you don't know the alternatives or like how many scenarios they went through in draft meeting. You know, I've said there in draft meeting for an hour and a half and talk about the doomsday scenarios, if they bend this, and the hedgehog scenarios, they bend this, we can't do anything. Like, you don't know yeah. what teams are going through in their scrims. Like, sure, every player should be able to play the basics. You know, if you can't have an AC, you can't play Syrian, can't play Lucianami, right? Yeah. But then some ACs can't play Draven. Yeah. It's only like Berserker that plays Draven. I would say most and, and Neo and Tactical. tactical plays it. Yeah, but then you watch Tactical and, and Neo get. Two to kill at two minutes into the game on Draven, and you're like, yeah, it's not that's why no one plays Raven, right? Because yeah. they're just bad. But that's what I'm saying that it's like not that simple to just pick this champion if that player can't play it correctly or yeah. well enough.
1: So I think there's two things <clears> like <throat> with the support thing you're talking about. One is that it's way harder to notice a support's contribution on enchanters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's if you're playing with the person and you're laning with the person, it's much easier. As a caster and both as a fan, we we're not watching your whole laning yeah, phase, yeah. right? So you see a, you see a karma running around and shielding people. You're yeah. like, okay, he's doing his job. <laughs> not like, like, I unless you're like, into versus yeah. melee supports. I think it's it's like it's harder. And I would also say I don't know I don't know what your impression is, but I don't feel like broadcast you your bad on melee supports. I feel like that's more of like a community thing.
0: Yeah, it just kind of came out of nothing, and I'm like, is that really true, though? Actually, like at some point, I was like, doubted myself a little, but I was like, okay, gamesledges.com.gg. Sven, uh, now to positive win rate, Amumu 50 or something, Alistar one win, yeah. zero losses. I'm like, and Tom one win, one zero losses. When you first swapped his support, I was I'm looking like, at your solo queue I'm stuff, like, and fuck, you're know? playing mostly melee supports as well. Yeah, of course, it's actually funny if you check like you check last week, yeah, yeah. So let's see, summer, uh, Tom
2: checking the tape, Nautilus here. three and four, yeah, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, three no, 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 three, no, one we, three out, four, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he was 75 3 and one, Amumu.
0: One uh, one. One one, yeah. Wait, okay, but that one Brom, game. Rom zero, zero I remember that game. Oh, was zero percent. I remember that game was my fault. Ooh. I remember that game, what's my fault? Pretty damning. Oh wow. Rom <laughs> just got buffed <laughs> this patch. It's it's doomed man C9. Can't can C9 Brom adjust game? to the melee support meta? <laughs> oh, here we go. Alistair 1-0. Tom Kench one 1-0. zero. Oh, 100 percent win rate. Wait, Tom. Wow. Tom wait, I lost? I guess you lost to Tom Kench. No, before. that game I won. I know why this is saying once. It's because if you go to like, the history, you'll see that there's a game where I played Senna. Actually, I was playing Kench that game. Oh, it's, like, it's like, mislabeled. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kench yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, 1-1. Yeah, one, yeah. One. yeah. You see the Senna game? Yeah, there's yeah, a Senna. Yeah. yeah, I played Tom that game, actually. But it's yeah. whatever, right? I was just like, I wasn't that bad. I, sure, I was shit at Leona at Worlds against T1. But that game, if I was playing anything else, I would lost two, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like slightly different. Yeah, that's real here, right? Stick. And then I played Nautilus against Fnatic. And I was like, I got to kill in lane 2-2 because like entered it. But still, like I played fine. I picked the champ that I had to in yeah. that draft. We want to play MF against Aphelios, which was bad at Worlds, but I picked the champ that could make that make that work. Like I did whatever I had to to make it work, and I played lane like I had to. So I'm like, I don't understand this, this narrative. I can't play melee champs. I think, sure, I'm think i not, I'm not the fucking Vulcan, you know, on Nautilus, but I'm good enough that it's not gonna lose us the game. I think for a lot of stuff,
2: it's just like what
0: you see is what people will talk
2: about. Yeah. Y- you did play those champs, but it was for a, such a limited time compared to what the meta of became course, yeah. that people just don't think that. But I have a follow up a little bit about like <clears throat> meta determines who looks good so much. You talk about 80 carries and this meta looking right, good. Right, there's, right. there's jungle metas where it's like Hecarim, Udi, or like these like power farmers <laughs> who take over games. Yeah. A support will never win an MVP in a meta yeah, that, unless like, it's this, engaged. Yes. Unless it's engaged. That, and, like, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things where I don't know how you counteract that necessarily. No, like, it's, it's it's fair enough. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say like, as a player, does it ever no. like? I just think like, you gotta I, be
0: really fucking good Yumi to get an MP as Yumi. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember I had that one game against CLG where I was like, oh, you popped I was, off. I was tanking like, bubbles from Zoe, and like if, that's the best thing you can do as Yumi. You know, yeah. you play lane face, you hit them in the, in the face with your fucking pew pew, you know, and then yeah, yeah. you block skill for Yumi for your series. That's all you can do, right? Yeah. So it's fair enough. But what I was getting at is that no one ever says, "Oh, Core J can't play Yumi," despite you know Core J at Worlds. Always the guy who either bans it or wants to play against it. With yeah. like Real Tissana yeah. at Worlds in 21, I remember they were a the team that tried to counter Yumi because of Corger. Yeah. And I then you w- pick Tristan oh. you fail one
1: thing, game is lost. I will say with uh with Core, I think a lot of it is kind of like he has that aura of like because he's kind of he, he's invincible very, almost. Yeah, well, and he's like he's very well respected. Yes. People people oh, yeah. know um, that he's he's like a grinder, mm-hmm. he works for a region, he won a world championship. So I will say, like I agree with you Yeah, that yeah. he has he's avoided, um, of- he avoided a certain level of he's avoided a certain level of criticism that That's other players would have gotten. Yes. Um no, and I actually agree that it's not fair. Like yeah, yeah. but it, but it's one of those things but that he's the only
0: one. He's yeah. just the best example because he's really bad yeah. at those champs. IMO, anyways. But Ooh.
1: he did he did start getting some flack, I will say, last year in summer, even for Mille's. Like, when he was doing bad, people did start to throw some flame even say... on, on the engage supports and stuff where, like, he had, like, a Leona game, I remember, that he was missing a lot. Yeah. And I think people, like, I don't think Core gets out of the split without criticism if they continue to do, like, middle of the road or yeah. bad. Um I think it's like the first time that people are starting to like kind of examine them a little yeah. bit more closely. It,
0: it wasn't only about him anyway. I'm not of course, of course. I, no, I no. God, He's a really good support player and it's been him and spoken for the last many years. So don't get me wrong. And I do so. what you're saying. It's yeah. just that there is like, this is all good players have, have their
2: weaknesses and this yeah, is Fred. his weakness and yes. you're just saying that his weakness is not discussed and as much. And to the point about like, we haven't seen you on engaged sports as much. Like, for a while, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just like inertia in terms of like public perception. What does like, that mean? Inertia is like uh, you have to slow something down. Like if someone's it's like hesitation. Like think about viewership, for example. Mm-hmm. If it's going down before it goes up, you need to slow down. Right. So if someone has if someone has a really good perception of core JJ, it's not like he has a bad yes, game. they it want to go from like this. Yeah. Yeah. You don't right, snap. Right. It's like yeah. you have to have a, a bad performance a number of times like before time people are like, wait a minute. Maybe he sucks at this point. It's been thing. a while. Maybe since maybe seemed... his fault. Yeah. So there's okay. like this momentum that you have to stop. Inertia. That's going to be a good word. Inertia, momentum. Yeah. yeah. Just write it down <laughs> real quick. Suddenly Instagrams, he's so like, we didn't have enough inertia for this play. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel
1: like, just in general, perception always lags uh, behind, reality. behind reality pretty far in, in league in yeah. that it's like, yeah. it, like you if, if you were dog shit for five years then and, and all of a sudden you're the best player in the league, it's going to take people a while to believe To actually believe it, actually believe unless
0: it. you're like a popular player that's very narrative. It's just something I've been talking about for a while. That some players, reckless, double lift, perks, Bjergsen, like popular players, will get a lot more credit for doing something very mediocre faker as well. While someone who's really, if they make a really bad mistake, they'll get a lot more. Um, Flame for it yeah. as well, right? Like, if double gets, gets caught, ha, <laughs> double gets caught. <laughs> hey, I hate double lift. You know, same thing with the Batia last year, like, people were like praying for that downfall. They hated so that so much, yes. yeah. Bjergsen, I thought, got Bersen's, way more guy, flame. Yes, Bjergsen's that guy for sure. Verved. He gets a lot more flame, and he just does like a microscope on him all, all games yeah. to do something. Any mistake, whoa, if he's so
2: bad. If he doesn't hard carry the game. Exactly. Yeah, if yeah, right. he just has a, like a good laning performance, it's like, well, he should have been up all over the map, should have yeah. snowballed his top laner for him. It's, it's the like, same thing with
0: people like Reckless, Like he can do nothing wrong the whole game. Wow, reckless sucks because they lost. Yeah. He's 1-0-0 and didn't do anything. I mean, that's Fuck that's reckless. kind of just being a star Meanwhile, though. That's, me that's, jungle runs all game down. <laughs>
1: I'm like, yo, that's sports. fault. <laughs> right? Yeah, when you, have, when you have more fans. Yeah, I mean, a little the same thing. I, I get
0: yep. it. it. It makes sense. It's just it's tough though yes. to deal with that pressure and that extra. That's what I hate about that kind of thing. And then there's some players that build some sort of like immunity almost. Core J was kind of that for a while. I felt like that. I thought, Woken was better than Core J for a long time. Mm-hmm. But he never got the credit he deserved. As my support when I was playing with him, I mm-hmm. thought he was way better. It was not even close, in my opinion, right? But Koji was like immune to criticism for a long time. Yeah. And then Hansama came over and it was similar. Hans was having a terrible split, especially in in uh in spring. No, summer. Summer. Summer, summer was a really bad, bad one. one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this guy is actually just bad. Quite how good he was when I played against him before. Yeah. And then it felt like no one really like cared about it. It was like, yeah, it's just Birksen or someone else's fault. Or yeah. fuck this guy or that guy. You no. Know? Actually, the Birksen was
1: pretty pretty good last split and I voted on him. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah was, he got yeah. flamed. I think I put him in a second place all pro or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I actually That's thought he I'm. played pretty well. Yeah. yeah, and I was getting flamed for, for that. Like I was getting
0: hard flamed. I will say Birksen's one of those people that a lot of people his downfall for no, no reason, really. I don't really get it, you know? The guy's like... He's a, pretty inoffensive. He's, a, he's, he's not. Going a, going he's a, a very nice guy who, who doesn't try to step on anyone's toes. He just he tries hard in swims. He tries hard in general. He, you know, it's true, it flopped the Worlds a couple of times, but it's not like he's not trying. If you hit a certain and, level of popularity... He's still the best happens. player in his region to make it Worlds, right? Like yep. One of the best players, at least, in top yep. three. So, it's like, why are you flaming this guy? What did he do to you? It's For me, like, I get some people, they go to Wunder's profile on Twitter, and they're like... Happy he lost because he talks shit about everyone. <laughs> I, I get that, you know. You're praying for his downfall. It creates yeah. hype and content. But like someone like Bergson, like this guy never talks to anyone before. Like that's the remember, problem. Like <laughs> literally ever. Fuck you. You're too nice to everyone. Yeah,
2: he's got like, it. Like, so when he has a good performance, he needs to rub it in their faces more yeah. and like t- you know tweet out
0: his highlights, just clip his good play, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> surfing his own hype man. And I remember when I was playing with him, he really hated that that narrative, he was a passive player and he felt like pressured at the times to even do something, you know? Yeah. It's it's just annoying to have this kind of narrative. That's why I stopped. Like recently, like when I was in, in G2 and Origin, I was tweeting all the time, like, haha, you guys suck and we gonna f- stomp you guys today in scrims, and they will say ha ha ha. And then now I'm like, I don't I don't tweet anything ever almost. I looked at my profile my profile the other day and someone told me your Twitter looks like a fucking sellout account. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like you a, Just retweet the like stratus, a retweet, Red Bull, a giveaway account. You know, like someone has like a, a burner account for tweets yeah, yeah. for like game stuff. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm that guy. Like, shit, I have to tweet something soon. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that,
1: that sucks, and and I get why pros feel that right because I, I do feel like there's this constant kind of like it, it's a contradiction with itself where fans want personality from pros yeah. but you will also get roasted if you, if you kind of go out put yourself out there yeah. and it doesn't work out at all
0: because mm-hmm. you draw more attention to
1: yourself yeah. so it, it is difficult right um,
0: no I will say I used to, to trash talk no matter when I lose and I was in the joint Origin and it was nice and fun because it felt like the reception was okay regardless of what happened but in recent years in like TSM it, it reached like that death threat level, death threat level, and I was like, wow. I mean, that's disgusting. Like, yeah, this it, is not that for me, right? Never happened. When when I lost that final, that final, we all remember that one. Mm-hmm. That game five, the scarner. Yeah. I didn't check my Instagram for like years after that until I joined C9 and we finally won split. I checked it once and then I <laughs> scrolled down the, like, a little three bit. Three-year-old messages Be- behind the congratulations, you're insane, and all the girls admiring me. <laughs> it was like, fuck you. I hope you die and I hope you get cancer and all these things like what the fuck you know yeah. yeah i don't even read it i see like i hope you die or like fuck you and i'm like yo i see like 50 in nine weeks ago or something like, whatever you know it was yeah i'm like damn yeah i mean that, that shit is horrible so for me now it's just like reddit no go i go there only for like post game threads to see the draft from like lck of last night i opened it yeah. in the morning I'm like lck played oh lsp versus the team okay cool take the draft nothing new sir little versus noshinami oh <laughs> <God>. okay cool <laughs> nothing new happened today but I don't read comments anymore. Even if it's us winning, I just don't do it because you can imagine the same comments in every single game thread just about, just change the player names, champion names to something else. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's,
1: it's healthier to not read it. Yeah, for sure. E- even if it is positive, mm-hmm. and this is something that I think a lot of people don't talk about, the positive side of it. It's like, even if, if they're loving you, it's almost like inflating your ego to a point yes. where it's, it's not actually doing anything positive mm-hmm. for you. It's way better to have people that you trust. And the same goes for casting, right? Where it's like people that you trust to give you like honest feedback, where yeah. it's like Zen, you're you're terrible this champ, or you're really running it down on this. And like, <laughs> someone's gotta be able to like tell you that, right? Like yeah. You need to hear that, um, but not necessarily from Reddit, uh, yeah. you know?
0: You know, I realized I just don't like the vibe social media gives off nowadays. It's yeah. like people go online on Twitter or Reddit to find something that they don't like, and they will make sure to comment about it, you know? Yeah. I'm like, why is this your problem? Just fuck off somewhere else, you know.
2: Yeah, it's it's weird too, cause like there's three like camps. There's like players, casters, uh, content creators, this kind of stuff, and yeah. then there's the fan group. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this late uh, last weekend. It was like a late Friday night. Impact just flamed the shit out of me on Twitter randomly. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I, I didn't see what it was about, but I, but I heard about deserved. that. Too. It, was, it was. I heard it, people talking about it.
2: Yeah, it was. It was funny because <laughs> like, yeah, he just like. I didn't represent what he was doing in a play because I was trying to give like a tips and tricks to fans at home. And I wasn't, he thought I was disagreeing with his decision, where right. I was just like, if you alter early on Cassante, you lose half your health. Be careful when you do this. And right. so, like, it wasn't, it was like a big nothing burger of a thing. Uh-huh. And like, but what happens is then Reddit grabs his tweet about me, and then, like, that spawns a whole Reddit chain. Right. And it's just like, it's so hard to just. And it comes on very civilized. It becomes uncivilized. <laughs> but like, it just sucks that there's this like, like you said, the nature of social media these days. Whereas like back in the day, if people just like bantered, it yeah. didn't turn into anything. That
0: wasn't quite banter, but like. <laughs> yeah, I felt like when I got here in 18, that in EU, I was just bantering. Like we could say things that were really like, you know, up there, like, whoa, this is personal. You're, you're throwing people,
2: hands, but people understand. But people didn't
0: give a shit. Yeah. It was like, ha cool. But then when I got here, it felt like people took it personal a lot. For the most part and like the fans took it really personal too they talk shit, and the fans are there praying for your downfall hoping you lose and the moment you do anything wrong they'll like, crucify you and i felt like damn this kind of sucks you know yeah so at some point i start when i had that bad that bad streak in tsm that two years and then in c9 we had a really good start to spring with the year with the 17-1 split and all that where i got rough where i got rough from mvp um anyways moving on. <laughs> and then we lost in summer to make worlds. And I was like, fuck. Now come here comes all the no sneaky no worlds people. And I was like, oh, not this again, man. Maybe I'm just fucking watched, you know? I was like, yeah. actually, like a little bit depressed, like opening Twitter and stuff like yeah. that, right? And then I realized it's better for me to not tweet and not be on social media or Reddit. So now I'm just like chilling, you know, not going on Reddit anymore. I only like browse for like drafts or whatever and I mean if it, if maybe affects... some content here and there. I don't make comments about anything that's esports related. Yeah. And I'm just like, Twitter? Yeah, same thing. I just go on Twitter, retweet my sponsors, and maybe make a fine tweet when I win some games. And then that's it, you know? And yeah. then it's better for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it, if it affects your mental health negatively, right? Like you yeah. shouldn't be on it. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm I mean, I use Twitter a lot still. I find Twitter much easier to like curate than yeah. than um than Reddit mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like I haven't really I mean, sometimes i'll go on and check a specific thing on reddit but like i haven't browsed reddit type stuff for for years uh for similar reasons because it 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 can be like it can be really like harmful for your like mental state right like it can actually really get you down and i've seen that happen to like a lot of casters i've seen that happen to a lot of pros i'm honestly surprised that it's almost more like not pushed more that the pros shouldn't be on it. Because I see the same things from pros and casters and all these things where it's like, people are in there searching for every comment about themselves and like, you know, trying to <laughs> yeah, like yeah. read everything. I mean, I've and seen a guy,
0: like, you know, like, sitting on his desk, control F, his own player name, and yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why do you do this? No matter what it is in there, it's bad for you. Yep. Yeah, the whole, if you believe them when they
2: tell you you're great, you're gonna believe them when they tell you you're shit. Yeah. Kind these of these same
0: yeah. people will talk to you about you next week for no reason. And they're probably like, gold. I mean, it's just fantasy right? Players. It's like
2: people—people people are happy when you win,
1: and it's—and it's, and they're mad when you lose, right? And I think yeah. that's—that is a part of sports. But I do think that in esports, you guys like you guys are way more exposed to it than traditional athletes yes, are for
0: Online oriented, yeah, like our
1: world, yeah. and even streaming and stuff, right? It's not yeah. like it's not like LeBron is streaming his practice, and you can go in and be like, "You fucking <laughs> suck, LeBron!" Like, get a Fuck good jump, LeBron! You bum. Like, Kobe was better. What? Like, <laughs> your a good. yeah, <laughs> you right? like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, people, people aren't like in, exposed to it in the same way. Like, there's yes, not the same boundaries. It's very easy for me to like go on, and I can go to a lot of LCS Pro stream, and I can say what I want to them there. Yeah. They're going to read it. I can like tweet to you, yeah. and you're probably going to read it. You know, like there's more. In that sense, fans are spoiled. It's, 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 there's, yeah. And I think that it's like there's positives and negatives to it. Yeah, it's it's sure. great to have that exposure. Mm-hmm. And I think it also hit, hits home like the importance of, of like the positive side and the encouraging side of fans too, right? Like that yep. it's important to be able to have that to balance it out. Absolutely. Um, cause I do think positivity breeds more positivity. And when people are also negative, they feel like,
2: people are less inclined to tweet something positive because they feel like they're gonna get dogpiled on for it, yeah, right? There's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm the opposite of you two where I'm terminally online and I'm like you <laughs>
0: Terminally know, online.
2: Yeah. Just constantly like <laughs> I illness. was I was up at one o'clock to respond to that and then there's a red thread. I was up at two thirty, you know, responding to that, <laughs> you know, and like It's it's under a fourth Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Just third coffee, you know. Mark likes to have shotgun to Red Bull before. (laughs) By the way,
2: (laughs) I needed it, bro. (laughs) it has been a long day. Yeah, I got here at like ten o'clock. But uh, it's something where like it is a. It's hard to expect everyone to be that engaged all the time to like respond to things because I agree that it's if you it's easy to pull away, but if you do, then like there's I would rather be for me personally the one out there like diffusing situations cuz I think that like it turned into a nothing burger you know I put my my nothing thing burger yeah it was like you know people people had this thread and then I'm just like nah, this is what happened it's chill I don't really and then right, right. You, you can kind of control the narrative a little bit but mm-hmm. I think also like um I don't want this to sound like just fan bashing, like, oh, they're tearing them apart. Yeah, we yeah. don't appreciate fans. But that's it's that's like, cool. yeah. I really like interacting with fans and having this level of communication where I can go into a thread. But like, yeah. I think sometimes people don't realize like y- they're going to read this. Whatever you're saying, like a real human being is going to read that mm-hmm. and it's going to hit you the way it would yeah. basically if they said it to your face. Yeah. And I think that's like the disconnect that happens because you're, you're just one of a million comments. And it's like, yeah, yeah but someone's actually going to read that.
0: Actually, on that note, like when I was in TSM um, in 8919, I thought the fans were fucking amazing every interaction I ever had was positive nice mind people that were happy to see me despite me replacing you know double lift, yeah. really popular player yeah everyone liked at the time and I was like their fan base had a really bad rep yeah or they had now they're fine I guess now they're no longer the best team in the league but they had a really bad rep that time the fan base but I never had any bad interactions in person yeah or any fans any events or anything it was only like online but those aren't fans of TSM, they're like anti-fans. They're like yeah. praying in your downfall fans. <laughs>
1: I feel like like 90% of the fans are actually really awesome people that are yeah. super happy yeah. to yeah. meet you and see you. And then yes. like almost always when I see like a super negative comment, uh, it's really funny, Like I'll do this on Twitter sometimes. Also, I never block people, I always mute them so they can just scream same, to the void because I think it's me, funnier. Um, <laughs> but like sometimes I'll click on someone's profile if they send me something really heinous, and I click on it, and almost always, if you look at their tweets and replies, it's they just tw- full they tweet that yes. to everyone. Like yeah. it's that's all
0: they do. You're like, bro, that's fucking miserable. Like, I know. Some guy, even Steven 978, <laughs> it's like just talking shit about Erlon. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's it's so it's it's like,
1: yeah, I definitely don't want it to come off as as we're bashing fans because like no. I know I mean I actually really like interacting with the community too. And for me, Twitter does that because like yeah. I have found I can kind of curate my my thing on Twitter a lot more easily. It's like people who are interested in me follow me, so they're gonna more likely like respond. So it's more it's more like a positive thing for me yeah, than Reddit. Whereas Reddit is more like I can't really control like who I'm, the comments are mm-hmm. from and stuff. Of course. Um, so I think everyone has to do what what's good for them. But like at the end of the day, if it's like if it's if it's fucking with your head, you just shouldn't be on it. Yeah, period. it was
0: mostly like the the trash talk. That's like a double edged sword where yeah. if you talk shit and, and and lose, you'll get hit. And I'm fine with that. But it got a bit too personal for me. But the normal interaction is like, hey, I'm playing a game on Friday against this team. It's going to be awesome. Check it out. And be like, hey, let's go. I mean, lose. You're like, oh, I'm sorry to the fans for losing. And they're like, come on, next week we'll be better. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) And and I like that, right? It's cool. And it's cool that you can interact with fans like you have with streaming, right? All these kind of things. That's nice. It's just the whole trash talk segment part gets really toxic at times yeah. for me and I was like ah fuck this I don't want this anymore I I'm feel, just gonna not do it anymore. I feel like League in general and this is something I
1: I, I talked <clears> about <throat> a bit I was like last year I just feel like in general it's become and I don't know if this is like a streamer or a content creator or just like a whole community as a whole or whatever that has dictated this has become more focused on mistakes than celebrating like the positives Yeah, like this is something that I brought up I, I can't remember if it was last year I tweeted during Worlds or the year before but I was talking about basically you know like the, the famous faker Zed versus Zed play mm-hmm. and it's so funny because I like, I basically tweeted, if that play happened today, all anyone would talk about is neither Shen altered. Yeah. For right? example, like, yeah. Neither Shen ulted or, and then Faker actually ran into the turn and died after
0: it, right? how does like, like a tanky gold difference in yeah. like... Yeah, like, oh, it's not actually that impressive. Couldn't. It was a very whatever play. And it's still to this day, in my opinion, the most overplay of all time. It's in every <laughs> montage and I'm like, it's such a shit play. <laughs> you know what? It's like, you're like here's the problem. depends like, like, yeah. like, it, 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 on his it, burner. Like. It, it's like that one time, expect it had his one play against... SK actor. yeah. That, no no no, no oh. not no. That's one it's, uh, he's playing Zed against Talon at Worlds in 14 against like Dade or something he solo kills Talon as Zed and he's like he hits the, the Krog one time as Zed and kills him with like 1 HP and like gets hit by the Krog or something almost dies and it's like such a dog play but because of the players in the game it's like whoa <laughs> you're like this is not hype at all it's like the thing I mentioned earlier that some people like fake Samble can solo kill someone in the most whatever fashion like what? <laughs> you know, it's, but do you think it's kind of like kind of great? Like, it, I, it is good that I love that the player makes you more hyped, yeah. That, that's good, but it's just like don't make the play something it's not,
1: yeah. It's interesting because you went a very different direction. I was basically saying, Yeah, you're basically the problem here. That's like, <laughs> I'm Mark's the problem. Sorry. you're the guy, you're
0: the angry, I'm angry guy. redditor. I'm not angry at it, no, I'm, I know. I'm just, just like, true. I don't care for it so much, you know. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the guy who's on this play actually sucks, figure is isn't the goal because it's played, blah blah blah. I don't care. I'm just like. Yeah, the play isn't that impressive. Maybe at that time it was, but it's, yeah. still, it's still a hype play. Yeah, in the moment it was a really hype play, and that's fine. I get that. Well, and I think like
1: analyzing the game and talking about things that people did wrong is is important, and it's interesting yeah. to talk about like what you could have done differently and stuff. But I also just think it's really important to like to look at the the positives in situations, right? Like it's like versus yeah, yeah. like because I think that at a certain point it makes everything feel like unimpressive or like or, or yes, as though yes, it's like yes. there's there becomes this like symptom of like. Like, I think this happens a lot with um with itemization and also with drafts mm-hmm. where it's almost as though oh like oh every pro player and every coach is just like an absolute buffoon like they just don't re- like yes, you know what I mean yes, it's like yes, how can this guy yes. do this wrong build like how is everyone building Kempunk when like Black Cleaver is better or how is everyone drafting this instead of that like you know these
0: like those kind of things I, I think, do agree. can can hit a certain there's point. a lot of negativity yeah it's all about who did what wrong and never someone who does something right or whatever it's true
1: and it makes makes it out as though i think like uh like it, it's like less respect for the pros and the teams and and to a point where i think it can become almost like less less interesting to watch because like why would i want to watch these people if everyone sucks you know what i mean like and i think you can put it in a weird headspace when it's too much of a focus on mistakes yeah. and not enough
2: on celebrating achievements i feel like league as a zero-sum game like for every time that someone gets killed Like, yeah, that guy probably made a great play, but the other guy probably should have done something different. And so, like, people tend to just focus on, like, what the guy did wrong, Mm -hmm. as well as the fact that, like, a lot of things in league are, like, set up from way in advance. Like, you want some trades to lead to this situation to then that this guy could roam Mm -hmm. up, and then they get a 3v0 dive. And it's like, well you know you talk about the 3v0 dive but you don't talk about the, the four or five things beforehand that yeah. led to that situation and those aren't like super hype things like oh he autoed the GP barrels as Jace a couple of times so he didn't get the barrel combo and then he won lane and it's like yeah you don't I actually talk. love that stuff though that's I, I agree like, but it's yeah. like it's just hard to talk about that in a cast or yes, like you yes. know as yep. it's live and it's like you
1: only appreciate it that's later that's what Lane Kingdom was for me I don't know if you ever yeah. watched that show I used a little to bit think. yeah um, but like, I watched one me, with Niski and it's oh cool yeah Yasu, I think yeah there you go All the time um, ago. But it's like to me, like that—that that was a fun part of that because I do think like it's—it's it's cool to highlight like these small things that people mm-hmm. are doing right that can snowball to yes. something greater, right? Because mm-hmm. because that is a way to highlight like the the skill of the players, right? Um, For sure, because it's it's in a cast and on the desk as well, and in, in most circumstances you don't actually have enough time to like fully focus on like all the little things that someone has done or to follow yeah. only one player, only one lane. So I think that stuff can be fun to talk about. And, I think and a lot like of that. time
0: you'll see highlights of someone getting killed in lane or getting ganked or getting dove, but you don't know how they got here. Yeah. And that's what actually matters. Yeah. you know, It doesn't matter like how you play the dive. It matters how you got there in the first place. That's like the thing that's hard to replicate. And I think there's also, before that you mentioned about the negative attitude towards plays, it's important to distinguish uh, a good play versus a unforced error. Yeah, and someone's yeah, running it down. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like people often say, "Yeah, sucks." But Sometimes someone actually made a really good, good play, and it doesn't get enough credit. You know, when they made it's a good yeah. play, so it's like that's where the players come in handy. Like Faker kills someone; Faker's the fucking goat. Or like <laughs> uh, someone who's very not popular. Like let's say a tactical gets caught; it's always his fault, yeah. no matter who did the play. Right? It's like that's like the thing I don't like. You know, when the yeah. it's not, not even. I guess. Who yeah. is credited or nameplates name. are on. People, exactly, people react right. to the nameplates. People plate. want to see Tactical Int. People want to see Bjergsen lose. But why? Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: well, I think that's one of the fun things about like LCS has been having pros on on the broadcast way more. So it's know? like we can see. Some... Casters Ven. Yeah. Yeah, I was not that good at it.
0: I watched <laughs> it back and I was like, fuck, man. Uh, this is kind of hard. <laughs> that was new, new appreciation. Like, mainly, sometimes I when you're watching you have... a game, I'm like, okay, mute the casters. And then now what would I say if I'm <laughs> casting this game? <laughs> and I'm like, this is actually kind of harder than, than I thought it would be. Mm. It's like, casting, especially is harder than I thought it would be. There's if.
2: all these hand signals, there's like the, the things down here. I, I
0: remember uh, I got told this, that the hands on the table means you want to talk next. As something Freak told me in like 2017 in the Rift Rivals. Yeah. I was casting some some low elo game with him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's harder than you think. And it's hard to get a lot of words across in short amount of time that makes things sense the in the moment quality. while something else is happening on the screen, right? So yeah. it's not as easy as people think. Thank you. There you and go. I'm also like, I speak too fast. I have an accent. You know, I stutter a little bit here and there and I can't say some words correctly. So I have a speaking Normally you problem. want to drop an F-bomb, but you can on the broadcast. <laughs> I think
2: I can handle works. myself people, if I have really to. I really enjoyed
0: your cast. Yeah, I, it, was it was really yeah, good. Maybe, yeah. I can handle myself if I have to with the F-bombs, but I can't stop myself from speaking fast. It's really hard for me. I've yeah. tried before. Um, If I was doing something serious with casting or like uh, broadcast work, I would have to like take classes. I know you yeah. can learn that. <clears> yeah. I remember Deficio talked to me about it. yeah how he had a big accent and a hard time pronouncing certain words. That's something I could do in the future if I wanted to. Yeah, I think it would help for me in my life in general, I because I can't pronounce some words without stuttering or like, uh, uh, you know? Yeah, It sucks, right? But that's just yeah. what it is. That's why I, re- I respect people like the, you know, flowers like spitting like 500 words per minute. And I'm like, I can hear every word perfectly. I'm like, whoa, this guy is insane. I can be the smart guy. That's easy because yeah. I'm a pro player, right? Mm-hmm. I know what's going on in the game. I know what's going to happen. Draft items. All it's, I got discovered. covered. But the whole shouting at the microphone while being clear and talking fluently, getting all everything across in f- as little words as
1: possible. is hard. But here's the thing. People the different things are going to come naturally to different people, right? right. So you have the knowledge, but that, yes. that's not it, It's easy for you, but you've yeah. had a pro career of how many years? 10 years more. Yeah. So it's like that 15, okay. There you go. Eight right years Eight nine years. Yeah. So it's it's like that is is why that is easy to you. Whereas like flowers might come in or someone can speak really eloquently, but doesn't have the knowledge. So yeah, it's incredibly hard to learn if you're coming yeah, in from ground zero. It's, so it's both, like both, both ways. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I think also it's, it's kind of funny talking to you about casting because sometimes you just don't really have something good to say, but it's your yeah. turn to talk and you have to say something, kind of right? Dribble, you know, blah, so, blah, 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 so blah. That is,
2: I swear to God, 90% of the time that like someone it's doesn't something like done. something I've said or something like that, it's almost say, always is filler. I've been talking for two hours. Yeah, it's, or like <laughs> in, this, in like the impact example, I didn't look at the clip. I requested those clips like, Four days ago, I didn't have a chance to look at them, and they we put them up because there's a pause, because there's an hour delay, and, and I'm like, up there like, what clips next? I don't know what's coming. <laughs> what was I gonna say here? You know, and you just you're you're trying yeah. to just fill and then it's, it's like live broadcast. Yeah, like,
0: bro, it's fucking Golden Guardians versus I'm Team Man. Give me a break, you know. Like, <laughs> what should I say about this shit game? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you're trying to be like, and like you want to play, paint player pictures a lot of the time, like as yeah. a color caster, you're not here just to talk about the game. You are like, here to like artists, what I have here in my pocket. yeah. You're like, uh, Golden Guardians is on a four-game loss streak. What do I say? Like, maybe they can try and play through
0: bot lane. And like uh, tough schedule, <laughs> yeah. So, you just like speaking of schedule, I want to talk about the scrim schedule and the LCS. It's been a bit of a hot what a topic. transition Look at this guy, yeah. I'm wow. a pro. I've been practicing, I'm fucking god of this, but yeah. <laughs> like, so the schedule change, those who don't know, is that it used to be 12 to five, five games straight, you know, one hour for draft game review. And then now we changed the Korean format, which is well, I guess it's the Asian format because I think LPL does the same, yeah, at least the Worlds So, it's We start at 12. We play three games, same style, one hour per game, with drafting and all that. And then a two hour break. And then we play three more games, the two block format, people call it. Uh, Normally, the the break is three hours. So, three games, three hour break, three games. And some teams really hate the format, and some people really like it. And I think that there's some important things to talk about because in Korea, this format works because the solo queue in Korea at night is really good. At midnight, if you queue up, I don't know if you guys ever tried it, but in Korea at midnight to 3 a.m., it's only pro players. Only LPL, only LCK, only like really good players that are playing for a living. Mm-hmm. Dreamers, whatever. And the game quality is super high. Whereas in NA, you queue up midnight, it's like ELO boosters from China, it's degenerates, it's one, trick. one hour queue. Yeah. In Korea, it's Instapop. You know, games are like, you can play like three games in an hour in Korea at midnight. And and they play one game an hour at the very best. So I don't think people think about these things when they say that this format is better. I'm like, why is it better? Because Korea does it. Like, yeah, sure, Korea won won worlds, but we shouldn't copy their format because of... no reason, right? And like some things like TL was pushing hard for this format of three games, three hour break, three games, and they got a compromise with two hour break. But like, I don't think they know why this format is good. I agree. Six games. Better than five games. I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll play six games every day, no problem. But do we need a two hour break? Do we need to have made the day longer? I don't mind the day, longer day because I'm playing solo queue anyways, every hour of my fucking day, right? Like I go 12 to my my gaming house, I play my scrims, I go into my own house, and I play solo queue from there until I go to sleep, right? So I'm not going to ch- change that anyways. So I'm not the lazy NA Pro. I just don't like the reasoning for this format.
2: I have, I have two things. First up, you made a very astute observation before we started the
0: dive about the teams that didn't like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can I can I get a repeat for the
0: dive? Yeah, I think I said the shit teams want the five game schedule. <laughs> <But> <laughs> in, re, in reality, it was like the shit teams and EG and EG aren't shit. They're actually second place. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to uh, get you to repeat. Yeah, yeah that. the exception. Yeah yeah, role. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's. I that's, remember a- like we had to talk about it, and I was like, so who wants the schedule against it's like CLG? Okay, so who cares? Uh, <laughs> I personally don't mind the current schedule of 12 to 3, three games, do a break, and three games from 5 to 8. That's fine with me. But I just don't know why we're doing it. Why so, can't we just do like six games straight? Because there's also this, this narrative that six games straight would mean that... So before, in 12 to 5, five games straight, there was... The fifth game would always be the worst game. Mm-hmm. And I agree that the break is good for that, but the fifth and sixth game are always the worst games no matter what format you have. So... so
2: I, I've heard from some people that they like it for that, like the mental reset of... Yes. The, you get pounded you get, in your first game. Yes. Yeah, it's, yes. it's very hard to have a productive block the whole way through if you're opening games or just getting railed. Yes. Um, so like... I agree. There, the thing that seems to be the disconnect for me is like the point like, oh, we just copied Korea and we didn't apply it to our ecosystem. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I think that's dumb. I was someone who made a video in the off about the five game problem of like mm-hmm. you have bad scrims, they end early. Sometimes you're ending at two thirty because you just get railed for two and a half hours, and you go, you go, we're done. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted, I was pulling people being like, well, back in the day, because it wasn't just Korea. It was like we used to do this too in NA at least when I was coaching. You would do twelve to three, four to seven, and I thought that the mental reset work, there's yeah. psychology. I put in air quotes, I don't know why. They're actually in psychology <laughs> around like how well humans yes, can focus. There, there is, like, I agree. Yeah, like even like You learn are resting. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't like Could have 12 meetings in a 90 row. 90 minute
1: principle where it's like humans are supposed to be all focus best for 90 minutes. Exactly, yeah.
2: Yeah, so there's a bunch of reasons it makes sense to me. But like if SoulQ sucks at night, it does. should yeah. we start at noon? Should we start at maybe 11? If the two hour break's useless, should you shrink it to one? These are the problems that I think should be solved because the question that I would ask is like, do you think the quality of practice has gotten better at least during the scrim time even if the time around it has become kind of crappy
0: or is it not enough of a change? I think the first point you made about the break being good if you're getting stomped is true. Like I've had I've been there where you get stomped first block you come back second block with a better draft a better strategy and Mm -hmm. everyone's like less tilted. That's good. That's true. I agree with that. But then there's also like the whole the fifth and sixth game are always the worst games no matter what form you play. If you had a good first because block, your second We're block. waking up, we have a wake up time of 11. Be in our house at 11, so 10.30 wake up time. So if you're awake at 10.30, you're not gonna be super focused at like 7 p.m. It's not possible to be focused for nine hours straight or like be a, a human for nine hours straight, right? So no matter what form you have, the last games are always gonna be the worst games. Yeah. That's just, that's just it, right? Mm-hmm. So at that point, the format doesn't matter. What do you think about? And, um, yeah. Uh,
1: so, like, CLG's GM came on last week, and I know one of the things he had talked to me about, and some of the other players and coaches I had talked to were saying that they actually felt like the old format was was fine, or this format can be fine. But the main problem is, regardless of format, is teams taking too much time in between games.
0: That's and, only and some like teams.
1: artificially inflating it.
0: Yeah. There's a post, there's like this, not a, not a rule, but it's a sort of agreement that their review really should be like 20, Minutes ish tops, right? Twenty five yeah. minutes is fine sometimes, depending on how long, how long the games are and stuff yeah. like that. But generally, it's like some teams just take a really long time. These, for example, the TSM with Bjergsen in it had a long reviews as well, and was a coach. And it's not a. It's like for me, it's like a a team to team agreement. Mm-hmm. Some teams, like EG, spend very short amount of time in review. Stay like they like to speed run their days, like we say. They like to just they're behind the early game, FF really quickly. Review, five minutes, next game, and then just GG the day as fast as possible, right? That's, in my opinion, bad, but some teams all take like half an hour in reviews. Like, we're playing at TL, and we stomped them the other day, last week, I think it was. six like zero zero day. That's what I mentioned for everyone out there. And then the reviews are like 35 minutes. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like on the floor thinking, wow, I am bored. And we have long reviews too. Mithy is like going over every detail, every-, okay, look, every wait, should, should I have autoed this minion every here? Every pink word that's walked past in the bush, You will know about it, right? So I'm like, let's put it on review. I'm like, they don't love it yet? No? Yo, okay. So it's like, at that point, you're just being disrespectful towards your opponents, right? Like, EG, being done in five minutes shouldn't matter for us. The agreement is like 15, 25, 25 minutes, whatever, right? As long as you are done in that time, you're fine. That's my opinion, right?
1: So so what's what your opinion on this? Uh, I'm kind of interested because I feel like the reason fans care about scrim stuff is it doesn't have anything to do with them but they care about like the success of the region, right? People are like, why is NA bad? Like, why aren't we winning internationally? Why can't we beat E? Why can't we beat Korea? And so it's like, this is one of those things where it kind of falls under that bucket. So yeah. it's like, in your mind, you know what is the the biggest problem then with like with our practice? If it's if it's not <clears> in schedules, if it's like, is it that people are disrespectful with time? Is it that they're not taking it seriously enough? Like, what what is like the actual answer? Like, if you could change something with the practice schedule or practice format, how would you try to do it to
0: to improve the league? I think the advantages that Korea has is that their server solo queue is insanely good, and that they have both LPL pros and also the Taiwanese pros on that server, and like people from the the region around that area yeah LGL I think yeah, in like yeah they're playing even. on VPNs on that server right so they have a huge sample size of really good players on that yeah. server then there's the fact that at midnight everyone keeps up at the same time like in Korea all pros play solo queue Ty barrel maybe he's, 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 he's the go, he's he's a good a he's he's rolling, a good he's, rolling he's the good right he's the good right like, so it's whatever but in NA not only is there less players playing ranked the time zone also is different Yeah. so at midnight in LA when I'm playing my fifth game of the day uh, some guy in East Coast, like let's say like, 3 a.m. Some people that are high on level, like TF Blade, are Never in My Games. I have never seen him in my game for years now, almost right. He's like in my games once in a while when I'm on my off day playing solo queue, but otherwise I never see him. You know him or someone else who's East Coast, never saw yeah, him. Yeah, I'm a queue guy. Used he, to be like a morning streamer. Yeah, he yeah. plays from like 12 to to 5 p.m. and then it's like 8 p.m. He's like, okay, I'm done for the day. Never saw him. So like that, that time something matters. Less players yeah. matters, and then I think that the LAC caught up. To the Asian regions when the ERL started popping up because it gave a lot of incentive to be a pro player. You, know, you can be a, like, look, at, look at like the French League LFL. Like, you're making a good life in Carmen Corp being a player in LFL, like Cabochard or something. He's yeah. he's good for life just chilling in, in LFL, right? It gives incentive to be a pro player and love like. In more a, achievable. Yeah. To get into a tier two we ma- league. Being a kind an player in NA sucks. <laughs> like, for real. You're like, not a lot of people make it from academy, but yeah. in LLC, a lot of people make it from from LFL or like the Spanish league. It's called the uh, L. Uh, fuck, I forgot. Uh, LVP. Yeah, LVP. Yeah. Yeah. That actually matters. That means there's a bigger talent pool to draw from, and this creates like more incentive to be a, an amateur, more incentive to become a pro player. Yeah. So that's why I think LSE caught up in 1819 when that started to become more of a thing. Back when I was playing in LSE, there was no. There's like there was challenger, challenger league. Was that what it's called? Challenge series, yeah, yeah challenge was series. And, uh, challenge series and LC, LCS nothing else. Why do you think EU
1: has has fallen off a bit then, right? Because I think it's fair to say the last couple of worlds they've done significantly worse than those years, right? Like, was yeah. it really just was it what you were talking about, where it's like it was actually successful because of uh, the ERLs and stuff being successful because those are still <clears> here now and doing yeah, really yeah. well, or was it like G two f- Magic or like a couple Magic teams that I really like boosted the region?
0: Fnatic on. World Finals was a bit lucky. They met C nine. In the semifinals. IG on the other side of the they, bracket they, fighting KT. I, IG and KT, the two actual world finalists and on one side of the bracket. That's just Riot Games format for you, right? They <laughs> I mean you guys can't say anything to your casters. <laughs> no, but. I've I've railed against our bracket okay, for okay, a while. Okay, maybe you can. I don't know. what your yeah. standard? But the I mean, format sucks. Everyone overall. knows that double in yeah. gets you a more accurate Fnatic the more was, games you play, the more accurate the finalists. <laughs> everyone knows that. Fnatic was a, a good team, yeah, and they were worthy of being a semifinalist that year, don't get me wrong. But BNC9 and someone else shouldn't be a world finalist alone, right? They would not have beaten KT. Yeah. And I just dumped them through zero. So that's that, right? G2 was a very special team because it's like five players that both personality-wise and playstyle-wise fit perfectly in a meta that allowed for like... Creativity. Creativity. Yeah. Yeah. You could actually they were put bri- pike five places. Yeah. Yeah. They were literally like the embodiment of like crazy. And that meta allowed it. So they were like... They put together an actual super team. Not like the best player in every role, but a team that fit perfectly... Player wise, personality wise, like I was at, a, at Perk's wedding, right? This yep. offseason, very nice event in Croatia. And I never actually hung out with these people together. Like, I know Perk's, I know Wonder, I know Caps, I yep. know Blancos, right? We're good friends to all of them, but I don't know them in that setting. And I could tell how how good friends they were. And they brought Duffman and, and Grabs and their uh, Angel Lodger, right? Like the whole squad was there. And I realized these people are really on the same page, personality wise. And I realized that that matters more. And, like, super teams aren't real. <laughs> there's so many examples
1: of that. I mean, TL last year, Vitality yeah, Vitality this year. Exactly. Like, so and, teams. and
0: teams, some teams just need someone that does something. Mm-hmm. Someone that's selfless, someone who's selfish. Like, that's why people like Carsey and Mad Lions, he was really good. Then he was trashed over a whole year. And now he's in a really good team again, you know, with Niski, uh, who's also another role player. Yeah. It's more important that you have people that fit together as a team. That's why Nisky and Blabber was good together. Mm-hmm. Because Niski is an enabler while Blabber is a playmaker. Yeah. It just makes sense. That's why super team of best player, best player, best player doesn't work. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me.
2: All right. Now I'm going to hard pivot us into draft because we haven't touched on that yet. That was one of the big things that we thought we were going to talk about. It's like, what, an hour later now and uh, we're just getting to it.
0: Uh, okay. It's the death of Sven patch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fucked up that Freak's just been nerfing me like <laughs> on CD recently, like... Get rid of Yumi out of the meta. Okay, to be fair, he did, let me, he did let me win one split before mm-hmm. he came into the, the balance department yeah. with the Yumi. He was fuming about it by the like I was kind of running things. everyone yeah. in summer. It was kind of so funny, like... I remember talking to about it was like, yeah, you guys are too good. <laughs> you, win, you win as Lulu, you win as Yumi, you can't do anything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think... Have you had a chance to look at the patch notes? Yeah, yet? Already? i read it today, actually, because yeah. I didn't want to read them before LCS, like yesterday, because it's like it fucks my mind a little bit. I, I do that too. If I see a patch I was, ahead. And... I was playing Nautilus in solo queue just this morning and I was like, my W cost less mana than before. <laughs> it gives more shield. Huh? I'm like, yo, this is kind of weird. <laughs> what well, if I'm playing Nautilus in, in LCS and I have bad breed on my mana cost because of it, you know? Yeah. So, but no, I, I've seen Patch Nautilus today. Yeah. I saw Annie. It's huge. The melee sport buffs are pretty good on some of them, like Braum, I think Rakan as well. A lot of melee supports got yeah. buffed. Alice some of them got are like buffed. whatever, like uh, Thresh. Hook dealing like ten more damage because of his souls or his AP ratios doesn't really matter. Yeah. But like Rakan's <coughs> heal being ten more, I rank one or like uh, not to lose you know mana cost down, health on his shield up, passive damage up. It's, it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. Uh, Brown spells also got a pretty good buff and the cooldown is passive and his W increase in armor and MR. So mm-hmm. Some of them matter a lot, I think. Um, do you so think so it's small. enough to disrupt the the
2: meta as it is right now where there's so much loose focus on... Lucian lo- And just <laughs> prio in general. Like, every single <laughs> champion that you lock in is like, I'm here to contest the wave, you know? Like, yeah.
0: I will say that it's going in my direction. And if, if I was Freak or like the whoever's the CEO of... <laughs> Freak Party, is just the balance. I, I just blame Freak, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> the public face. If I was the guy, right, I'll do the same thing. I think nerf, Amoglaive a little bit, not too much. Isn't like that OP, it's just yeah. OP and then buff sports a little bit same time, and I think we have a good game at this point. Like, I think, honestly, Riot Balance gets a lot of shit, yeah. but they're doing pretty good, I think, in general. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes, some uh, monsters get created, like Siri in release date was yeah. the most OP I've ever Aren't seen really in my whole until. life. Then it got changed, it was still OP in different ways, and then it got nerfed, it wasn't seen in Worlds at all, mm-hmm. and then it came back for, some, for Spring Split, and it was really OP again, you know? Yeah. So, there's some, some, some bangers there, but generally, like, Recently, I think the game is going the right, 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 the right way. Excuse me. And the game is, I mean, really fun to
1: play. Like ten years in, right? Yeah. It's like it's, it's. I, so I do think they do actually a really good job overall. There
0: are some mis- some disasters like the the Chemtech Dragon, the first version. Yeah, they're always disgusting. Be. That, that map was disgusting, right? Yeah. <laughs> and but they they removed it from the game and they try it again with the new one. It's like not that funny either, but it's it's okay, right? Yeah. And they keep the game fresh with, with plants back in the day you know people mocked that of course yeah. they did and it's really good for the game i think the yeah. the blast cone especially and vision plants and you know things like like that and the new dragons are much better than the old ones yeah so i, I like the change of the game generally um yeah. but as for this patch alone i think are there gold generation changes in this too? The nerfs to like sickle the and jungle spell thieves, the jungle only, no.
1: Okay, I can't remember. I saw something on Twitter about like spell thieves and uh, and sickle. were gonna get nerfed gold
2: generation, but I wasn't yeah. sure if that was in this patch or no. PBE or something. I think like no. that. jungle lost like ten gold. Yeah, per the gold retreat.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, I, I mean, so weak now.
2: That's why I don't like reading the patch notes online because you're like, oh, wait, okay. I saw an early leak of this thing, <laughs> and then like I'm playing on this patch, and this one's the next one. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's hard to keep track of. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think that. This might be a really good patch balance wise where there's there's space to play like Ash support. Yeah. But if you wanna play like Nautilus, you can as well. I think Annie might be OP as support, That's what I've been hearing. That's like the word in the street right now.
1: It's Annie support is OP. I mean she's just so OP right now. If she doesn't get <laughs> hotfixed she's gonna get hotfixed. She's a fifty eight percent win rate Yeah, surprise. I didn't want
0: to play it because I didn't wanna get bad like I don't know, practice, I guess for yeah, yeah, my yeah. LCS games. So I'm gonna play it tonight when I get when I get home. I'm kinda like hyped for it. Yeah. But I bet it's gonna be bad in every game. So but whatever. I think <clears throat> like I mentioned some champs like Braum, Rakan pretty good buffs I think Thresh eh, whatever doesn't really matter I don't know about the Alistar I've seen the top in a couple of games now it's like a uh, I don't know stuff with that but I think we're reaching a good middle ground where you can play both range champs and melee champs yeah. and that's like the best thing you can have yeah. in the game I mean anytime there's only
1: like one way to draft the game gets boring yes right like it it gets really boring to watch i'm sure it gets boring to play oh yeah um so it's it's like you you want there to be diversity and variety
0: Mm -hmm. i think the most skilled play style isn't actually like a meta where you're playing nautilus versus leona every game that's also boring at some point to watch because the games are scripted the matchups are scripted right but i think that there's also no skill in playing yumi versus lulu every single game at some point so I think a middle ground where you're playing rangers and melee is actually really skilled because there's a very thin line where you hook karma, you win. No, you hook karma too early and now you can't follow up anymore and he's gonna W you and, and you're gonna get uh, fucked. Yeah, yeah. And from <laughs> the- <laughs> you tried to think of another word. Like, ah, I'm too lazy. And
1: from but- the range side, it's like if you yeah. get enough poke, they can't all in anymore and yeah. you can start running it. Yeah, so. it's it's a
0: nice nice balance I think that we're gonna have here in this patch. I'm hoping that it's. It might just be like, nothing changes. So we're yeah. going to play Lulu
2: anyways in Syria. It's, yeah, well, it's like, if you can't get enough kill threat, then like the, you still get poked out and stuff like yeah. that. But like this is a nudge in the right direction. I'd rather see, like oftentimes, a bump
0: and see what happens and yeah. then a little bit more and eventually yeah. you get the, the change. I, I like that they didn't buff one side and nerf the other at the same time, That's which the, is a common riot mistake they made in the past where they just overnerfed one thing and then buffed the other side as well. Yeah, the like, other thing's murdered. Like that one patch when they just buffed Lucian and Nami, same patch, I'm like... What are you guys even thinking with this? You know, like obviously they're gonna be OP now. Mm-hmm. They made this new passive and buff Nami's E or something. I'm like, come on, guys. This is this is totally a tangent, but it made
1: me really curious because something I've been thinking <coughs> about a lot for a couple of years is is just changes to pick ban in a way that either there's there's more bans added or even like if champions are say like eighty percent, ninety percent presence, like rotating champions out, like almost like forced diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a way to like like. A just straight up just for more entertaining games because yeah. it's, it's more fun to see more diversity. But also, I do think it's cool to reward players who are flexible. Like, mm-hmm. do you think do you think that kind of stuff would be interesting or or good or you're against it?
0: I mean, I've heard of the format where you can play something once in a series, and it's like banned. Fearless and, draft yeah. or whatever Is that was what called? called, right? Yep. Yeah, I heard about that. I think it's interesting concept, but it would be hard to practice with this. I suppose yep. it would get really wild sometimes. Um, it also
2: feels weird to be like have this very different game style that doesn't translate to international or whatever. So, like, if you did it domestically... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, oh, it would yeah, have yeah, to be, yeah. every, it it to be yeah. a universal... It would be a yeah. ride Force thing, which yeah. would be a problem, I guess, for the regions. They but would I mean, like even it. if you just added bans, right? Like, if they could they could just add
0: bans to the game and then everyone would just have more yeah. bans, right? I mean, if adding adding like... like just one more ban on both sides in first place would be a huge change, right? Yep. Because right now, like, you see Siri versus Lulu, Siri Lulu versus Lucianami every game because everyone's banning Caitlyn and Ash, yep. you know, for example, on Vars, right? That's why that happens every game. Because you use, like, do- you ban Vars, you ban Kaylin, you ban Leash, you ban Ash. And then it's like, and now we just had say Lula again. Yeah. This is the most handshake we can get, so
1: we're good for it. Do you think, like, it's interesting, because I always feel like there's there's a section of S tier champions and it's so hard to get below them because we don't have enough bands, and there's only yeah. so many picks. But I always feel like there's actually, like, a big group of champions that are just below them that are actually pretty good yeah. and, like, is a, is a big pool. Like, do you think if there was more bands, we would actually see more diversity? Or would people just optimize to the point where they're, like, Nope. Okay, it's not Zeri, but actually it's Zyrocom versus whatever every single
0: game. Nah, probably not. Like one more band wouldn't change anything. But like maybe if you had like five more bands, five bands in first phase, then you'll see a lot of different drafts, right? But that point is like you can ban five top laners and per- first week one. You know, <laughs> it's like Ren- random bands <laughs> thrown in, iron yeah. top. Bands, yeah, it's like, bands like, globally vote on bands every patch. <laughs> I just like the meta as it is right now. If mid were a little bit better, I think it would be perfect. I yep. think right now you can still play like support Callista if you want to you can still play, like, you know, Ash board and stuff like that. And I don't think that's gonna be worse next patch because Armored Gave is one less damage towards. It's It's a, actually a bigger than it looks like, because now, before a Ward, ward was placed in your face, you killed one shot. One it, it doesn't proc the, the Glaive. But now, if you see the Ward and you hit it, it will still proc your Glaive with long cooldown as well. So yeah, it's, it's a good nerf, but it won't make the champ useless at all. It's still mm-hmm. a good laner. <clears throat> So very very good laner, still a very good engage tool, map mm-hmm. hack with your E, right? Zombie yeah. Ward, enemy ward you kill. So I think I like that there's room for like these kind of picks, but I hope that it doesn't just become Nautilus, Leona, Nautilus Leona, Saura Khan again, you know, because it's, it's matchups are very, really easy to play. And really I think sometimes people say range traps are easy to play. Yeah. But I think the range matchups are harder to play than playing Nautilus Leona. Nautilus Leona, where it's just like you push early, I push level three, then you push level five. That will take the turn diff.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and like you're just so much more volatile in range matchups where like yeah. game
0: comes in, you're boomed or whatever. Yeah, I, can, I can tell you that playing like Kalen Lux versus Karma Ezreal is so much harder and so much more like one bad skill shot, it's over compared to like playing one of them where you sit in the bush and just stare at each other. <laughs> because if I go first, I lose. If you go first, you lose. So we're just sitting there like, what's up? Both you, Carers. Yoink, yeah. CS farming, yoink. And then sometimes yoink. you eat some cookies if you get hit hard. Yeah, take one damage, ah, oh, fuck potion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, that's not actually skilled at all. And people think it is. I do agree that male sports are more skilled once the lane phase ends. Mm. Because being useless, Leona and Nautilus, is like, okay, one bad hook, oh, you hit Cassante, you're dead. One shot. Timing on the engage
1: as well. You're dead. Like, you're dead but hard engage, do you peel? Exactly, like and like flanking well. with
0: like, Alistair and Rakan. Like, yep. these are real skilled moments, right? But also, some people just don't see Lulu Canceling one guy's jump with your, her ult, you know, or like, yep. okay, I cancel Lee Sin's Q with my ult, and I pull him off them right after it yep. flashes, right, and then he dies like a clown. This doesn't get seen. It's yep. not doesn't look as cool as, as a guy who hits Rakan flank, three W kills everyone, oh, shock wave, you know, like. Yeah. So it's it's obvious, right? It's hard to see, but there are skill things to these things, yep. and like Yumi, despite by being such an easy champion, it has a lot of skill floor, a uh, skill ceiling. Excuse yep. me, where like you. Jumping in and out fiend team fights, healing the right people at the right time, min maxing your moonstone, like getting a passive blocking skill shot like Soy the Bubble or Leasing Q that can't kill you, but it's a really important skill shot, right? Yeah. It's 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 important, I think, and it's hard to play. And it's like I said before, no one talks about how bad Core J or someone else is at playing these champions, or how we all know Core J and Vulcan are the best players. Like if it's Nautilus versus Leona, it's woken If it's Rail versus Antarik, it's Core J, right? That's obvious to everyone. But no one talks about how I'm the fucking goat of Yumi. Versus Lulu, right? There you go. And like, when I was playing Summer Split against, you know, uh, Huhi in the finals, I knew we couldn't lose. I was 100% sure we won the day.
1: I voted you uh, for we, All-Pro last year as support <laughs> and I got flamed for that too. Just just saying.
0: I don't think I was the best in the split. I don't think split I put you first tough. but you were on my All-Pro. You in were the split, in my top three. In the split, I wasn't the best. I think I snubbed him. I don't think, I, I don't think he was on and my ballot. he Mar- Mar- hates me so it's fine. Yeah, Pog. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that in that split in playoffs when I was playing Lulu. And Berserker also played Twitch, and he played Nyla better than everyone else. I felt like we were playing better in every matchup than everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, we could talk all night, but But we are about yep. how great you are. So, so good at casting. Oh, yeah. Good at playing the game. Good looking. Everything. Yep. Screams
0: everyone. Yep.
2: We, we could good do it all night. People. But unfortunately, we are here Friday night. It's getting close to like nine something. It's past nine. It's Gotta past nine home. o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Cute. Producers yep. are yep. trying Plays to 90. play us out. They're trying to play the outro music or something. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. So I think, uh, unfortunately, that's going to do it for us. Uh, like, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I get home I to go
0: now. Uh, so unfortunate, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, but thank you for coming out and doing the dive with us. I don't even know. It. this was really fun. thank you for having me yeah this was this is awesome hopefully we can uh, get some more people on as well uh thank you everyone for watching i don't have a script in front of me for the usual outro but i know <laughs> that we normally say make sure to watch this week uh on wednesday for super week it's an extra, oh, yeah. Ooh, extra day it. yeah i got it 2 2 p.m wednesday we'll see you guys there this guy will be playing No, yeah, for smurfing on yumi oh yeah alistair now
0: true I come